Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Football Friday, baby, on Second City Sports on Sports Zone <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> we are live and in living color, broadcasting to you live from the world's greatest city, home of the 2021 American League Central Division champion, Chicago White Sox. Part my G Honda there. If you don't like my excitement, the hell with you. <laughs> Hello, with the Keenan McGee. I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, that's CK80. That's S I D K I D A zero. That's S I D K I D A zero. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan underscore McGee on the IG. Make sure you download the Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps, whether it's the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Make sure that app says Sports Zone Chicago. You can also follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, search for Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You want to listen to the audio version of this podcast, Second City Sports, you can by simply typing in the search engine box on all. We are available on all podcast platforms. That's W A R R on Anchor. That's W A R R on Anchor. That's War on Anchor. Make sure you type. Type it in what I just said in those uh, search engine boxes on all podcast platforms. And make sure you follow more media on social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at WARR Media. Once again, at WARR Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can catch Second City Sports every Monday and every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, on Sports Zone Chicago live and in living color every Monday, every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. And thank you very much in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, 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 and tell your friends. We are on a podcast, and we have very definite opinions. Lakina, mm -hmm. we're going to have a special guest join us to help celebrate this White Sox uh, Division Championship. It's not, it's not a surprise that this team has accomplished this goal. Hopefully it's one of many. To, to follow throughout the season as we near the end of the regular season. The White Sox, for those of you who've been sleeping under a rock, they clinched the AL Central Division title yesterday in a, in a split doubleheader. They lost the second game, but it doesn't matter for now. Mm. But in the first yeah. game, they <laughs> defeated the Cleveland Indians by the score of 7-2, to two, thanks to two home runs from Tim Anderson, Lou Bob, a.k.a. La Pantera, Luis Robert Rendip, and a.k.a. the Big Baby, or as I call him on the Twitter, a.k.a. must-see TV, Mr. Eloy Jimenez. Hi, Mom. <laughs> he went deep as well. Renato Lopez, he gave up two solo shots, but it didn't matter. He pitched well enough to qualify for the win. Liam Hendricks shut it down. It wasn't officially a save, but he got uh, he got the three outs that he needed, and the White Sox went on to celebrate the, the division championship. Lakina, it's been a long time coming. Uh, the, their first division title since 2008 in the blackout game, which the anniversary, I believe, is next Friday. Because you remember Jim Tomey, not Hall of Famer, uh, hit the long home run in that fifth inning there, which turned out to be the long run of that ball game. And Ken Griffey Jr., who didn't want to be here in 2005, he was there in 2008. He made the final catch of that game, which clinched the division for the White Sox in the blackout game on the south side. And this marks the first time, the first time in franchise history that the White Sox will make back-to-back -back appearances in the playoffs. Yeah, which is which is a, a big accomplishment, right? I mean, I remember in 08 when they clinched the AL Central, it was sort of, you know, we really didn't know what to expect from this team. I mean, this team, we actually kind of know what we're expecting. They'll probably end up playing Houston, you know, in the ALDS. But 
you know, I think if you're the White Sox, you're you're okay. You, you got you got the you clinched the, the central. You know, it was kind of a formality anyway. You got it out mm-hmm. the way. Now you can you know start resting guys. You know, and concentrate on trying to kind of like set up that rotation for the playoffs. That's what that's really sort of like the big big thing, right? So we'll yeah. see if look, we'll see if they end up in. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll see if they end up where they end up, but especially with the matchup, especially if it does end up being Houston, that's going to be another thing. Mm-hmm. They actually are the first you know team to clinch their division. You know, we've seen like other teams. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, clinching playoff spots. They're actually the first team to clinch their division. So, and you know, look, you know, keep it clean here. Our buddy Armando uh, Lara Jr. says you know he's happy that his for his White Sox friends. So, and that's well, that's good. I mean, that that sort of like shows you a little camaraderie there. <laughs> and I mean. You know, look, I think if Tim Anderson, I see you got your Tim Anderson jerseys in the, you know, behind you there, Sid. Yes. Um, I think that's, you know, maybe rest him for a little bit, you know, rest a few other guys, you know, get Eloy out of outfield, you know, rest him for a bit, you know, Robert too, <laughs> you know, we'll see. Maybe get, you know, maybe rest Lance Lynn. I mean, look, this is sort of the time where you can kind of like, you can start rest your guys. Not necessarily take it easy, easy per se, but sort of like just, you know, just kind of like rest some guys so they'll be fresh for the playoffs. You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid Lakini here with you as we talk about the 2021 AL Central Division champion, Chicago White Sox. Lakina, uh, I'm with you that I've uh, been listening to various pundits and various experts throughout the last 24, 48 hours or so. And we all question where, whether the White Sox were just coasting or uh, whether they're playing hard or or. Or they're just going through the motions. I think Tony Larusa addressed it nicely uh, yesterday. If you watched uh, the the post game show on uh, NBC Sports Chicago, Chuck Garfield and Ice again, and Gordon Beckham, one time White Sox player, filling in for Frank Times as he does his Fox duties this weekend. And and Tony Larusa talked about you know the guys came in focused yesterday. You could tell uh, the the tone was set by Tim Anderson's first inning home run. Then everybody else followed. And Jim Rakan said the same thing during his post game interview with the guys yesterday. So uh, I still believe they have an outside shot and grab the number two seed and uh, hosting the division series instead of starting on the road. I don't know what the Astros did last night. I know Anaheim was up three to one before I went to bed, but uh, Houston has a tough series against Oakland this weekend. We'll give you the rest of the big series uh, around baseball coming up later in the show. But uh, the White Sox have to have a, a set lineup that they need to get used to right now. Looking as you mentioned, they can give, give a couple of guys days off here and there. They've been doing it over the last several weeks. Uh, some due to injuries and just some due to preparing for what they're going to face uh, a little bit over a week from now. So uh, I like the plan what the White Sox are doing right now. Whatever the lineup is set for when you face Houston, whether it's here in Chicago on October 7th, my birthday, or uh, will uh, you go if you start out in Houston on that same day, you just need to have a, uh, the lineup that you're set with and have guys get used to the not just the pressure, but used to guys' tendencies and how they're going to perform in the lineup. Well, I think the, you know, the good part about this is that you have – Guys, you know, just most of those guys, you know, played last year. So now they've got a little mm-hmm. bit of playoff experience under their belt. You know, they've had their struggles. You know, the one that really concerns me right now, Sid, is Rodon. I know that he tried to downplay and then say, nah, you know what, it's just a, you know, a little, you know, a little tightness in his in his form. And he just needs to, you know, maybe rest for a little bit. You know, Lou's actually sounded a little more concerned. So mm-hmm. take that for, you know, what it's worth. But I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this sort of team, what the match is going to be. If it does, if they, you know, stick, you know, stuck at being a three seed, they have to play Houston. So 
Yeah, the only difference is if it is a if they end up getting the two seeds, that they'll they get the home field. So that's really the only difference, which could actually be the case, but then sometimes it's not. So mm-hmm. it, it's sort of like you know depends on how you believe in you know the home field aspect of it. But yeah, it's gonna get very interesting to see you know how this or you know sets up for the uh, the White Sox if they if they do play Houston, whether it's you know they get the advantage or whether they if they don't have the advantage. Shout out to our guy Lamont Scott. He says. Uh... Uh, on our uh, YouTube free. I think Tony has their heads right and they may be the balance that they need. As we talked about before, Lakina, uh, Tony LaRusso, despite what happened on the field or off the field at times this year, uh, he's not a perfect manager, but he's the perfect manager for this team. And this is still a, a young group. As you mentioned, uh, most of the guys that were on the team last year, they lost that wild card t- to the Oakland in that wild card series last year. Uh, they have some experience, but they still need a veteran leader to guide them. And that's what Tony LaRusso was brought in here to do. And we asked our good friend Lamont Pope from the Chicago Tribune on Monday. Well, I asked him the question, what grades you gave Tony LaRusso? He said it was incomplete. Of course, he was brought here to win a World Series. I'll still give Tony LaRusso an, an solid A so far, but the real mission starts after next weekend when the re- regular season is over. And so that's where, where the real money is made. We could talk about what do we want, this matchup, that matchup, uh, guys' tendencies and, and streaking and not streaking. But you know as well as I do, Lakina, in any professional sport, uh, all the talk is lost um, when the ball is kicked, when the puck is dropped, when the ball is tipped, and when that first pitch is thrown you know, in the playoffs. Uh, everything else goes out the window from there. Yeah, and, and sort of, you really don't, especially after all this, I mean, you kind of wonder, like, okay, what's the ceiling here? Hopefully when we have, mm-hmm. you know, Keela with us in a little bit, you know, how does she feel about it? But I think it's going to, it's all going to depend on the matchups, I think. If it does end up being Houston, I mean, I'm kind of wondering, like, okay, you know, they, you know, the White Sox were able to, you know, the last time they played, you know, the White Sox were able to kind of make it interesting and they actually won the series, so, does that help? Because yeah, that'll help with the confidence. But again, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. You know, you got you're gonna have you know two you know veteran managers, you know, in Tony Larusa and Dusty Baker, you know, battling out. So it's gonna be up. You know, if it does end up being Houston, you know, we're 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 playing you know those here. But you know, it's gonna be kind of like a game of chess between these two. So who you know who's gonna be the substitutions and you know the pitching and stuff. So that's gonna that's gonna be again. We'll cross that bridge when we get to because we got about still got a couple weeks left and still a lot of things to figure out. But I'm I'm kind of like in the realm of okay, you know what? Maybe maybe they may have a chance to advance. Who knows? It, you talked about the season series with Houston. Of course, they won uh, five out of the seven games. Of course, with the White Sox taking two out of three games here in Chicago, I was fortunate enough to attend uh, two of those games when the offense exploded. And let's remember the especially the series. Let's go back to the series in June. Not everybody was healthy for the White Sox. Yes, you could say it's an excuse. But that was the reality of the situation. Yes, the White Sox were winning at the time, but let's be honest here. That was the first time that the starting pitching really got shellacked. There was a bad defensive play. And, of course, there was injuries, uh, which uh, that was been the most uh, – which been the, the Achilles heel from this team from from the jump. So with injuries aside, that was a, one of the few times that the White Sox looked bad on the field uh, during the season. Now, the series here in Chicago back in July, uh, following the All-Star break, you saw the White Sox were starting to turn around. Of course, Luis Robert didn't come back yet. Um, Elo Jimenez wasn't back yet. But uh, the White Sox had enough to carry to carry through uh, to win that series against the Astros. The Astros uh, started at least the last couple of games the back end of their rotation 
guys, and the White Sox took advantage of that. So uh, the White Sox hitting ca uh, came around, as I said before. Don't expect uh, the White Sox to score eight, nine runs a game. That just doesn't happen in the playoffs. You're not facing number four, number five, or sometimes mediocre number three starters. You're facing uh, the, the opponent's top two starters. And the White Sox, the only thing I'm, I'm looking forward to, it's a couple of things, but one of the main things I'm looking forward to heading towards the playoffs, can the White Sox manufacture runs when they're not hitting home runs? Because Tim Anderson, as we know, sets the tone at the top. But this is why you have Brian Goodwin, Billy Hamilton, uh, Larry, not Larry, <laughs> Garcia. Thus, we have those guys for to to steal a base, move runners over, take a base on the extra base hit. Things like that are important. The small things is what's important in playoff time. That's what helps you win or lose ball games. And I've noticed though that that's how they've lost games because the fact they haven't been able to manufacture home runs is that they may they do time to tend to kind of de depend on the long ball, which I think in the playoffs that's fine. But you're dealing with you know it's getting a little cooler outside. You're going to be dealing with cooler temperatures, so that's going to be hard to do. So. And it's going to be windy in some of these places. Now, now again, Houston plays out in in indoor, you know, in a dome, mm -hmm. but you know that's a little more control, so they'll they'll have a little bit of an you know an advantage there. But that's sort of like the thing once you play here at G rates, you know, what's it? Who, what's the advantage going to be there? So it's, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a sort of like you know back and forth with the Sox. Can I think the key is to make sure that no one goes into a slump at this the exact same time, which could mm -hmm. happen, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. That's yes. like the last thing you want. So I'm, I'm kind of that's the one thing I'm kind of worried about. You know, if Anderson can't get on base, if Abreu mm -hmm. can't do what he usually does, or you know, and Larry and uh, Robert and you know Goodwin and then the rest of them. So that's the one thing I'm kind of worried about. Also, too, in the pitching, you know, that middle relief. You know, Ryan mm -hmm. Tapera. You know, hopefully he'll be back, and you know. Kimbrell, you know, he's got a lot of experience, you know, pitching the playoffs. So you got to think that'll help as well. Some that that's still that middle relief, though, still that still gives me a little bit of, you know, anxiety. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, especially in the playoffs, you can't afford to have it because a team like Houston will take advantage of that. So that that's sort of like the one, like the really the main thing for me. That's really what's what that really what has me worried about the Y side that they may have another early exit in the playoffs. You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. We're live and in living color, along with Lakina McGee. I am Cindy Brown as we discuss the 2021 AL Central Division Champion Chicago White Sox. Lakina, let's talk about some unsung heroes that we could uh, possibly see do some great things in the playoffs. Adam Engel, he played in a doubleheader yesterday. Of course, he's been injured off and on all year with various ailments of his hamstring. Of course, rookie. Uh, slugger, I think he should get more time at DH or in a right field. That's Gavin Sheets, Brian Goodwin, as you mentioned, uh, uh, and Larry Garcia. Those those guys, I believe, can set the tone as far as uh, being unsung heroes. As you mentioned, uh, Jose Abreu, who's battling out for the RBI title right now, and you have Tim Anderson, just in case Jim Anderson or Johan Makana is hopefully he could turn it on during the playoffs with his bat. If none of those guys can come through, uh. Can we see an unexpected hero or two trying to carry the Sox team if your big guys can't come through? And I think that's sort of going to be the key. And I and hopefully maybe though the, the you know the Garcias, the good wins, and you know those guys can kind of be those they sort of like step up if if you know Anderson has a bad at bat or if you know Abreu goes into a slump. I mean that's sort of going to mm -hmm. be the thing where. You you hope that that's you know that they can you know step it up that you know maybe maybe Andrew Vaughn can play a factor in the playoffs for the White Sox. I mean those are the kind of you know young guys also experienced experienced guys that you kind of want to sort of like be kind of like that 
you know, sort of like pick up the slack in case, you know, all the other, you know, the other guys are not that good. So it, 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 like I said, it's going to be a, a very interesting little um, thing here with the White Sox, especially if it does end up being Houston. That's going to be kind of like the thing. Yeah, and also, too, you talk about the pitching, and hopefully um, Michael Kopech did uh, see some action yesterday in that second game in that doubleheader. How will he be used in the playoffs? And you brought up the entry to Carlos Rodon. He's supposed to start in one of those two games against Cincinnati next week. We'll see if that happens or not. If not, hopefully if you're the White Sox, you can, you can escape that series against Houston. You can mm -hmm. save Rodon for the American League Championship Series, but how will Michael Kopech be used? Will it be a surprise starter for one of those games if it extends to four or five games? Who knows? Uh, Craig Kimbrough, uh, you know, I've been concerned about him for the last few weeks. Uh, can he get it together between now and the start of the playoffs? Aaron Bummer, he looked good yesterday in that first game, uh, in the clinching the division. So the pressure is still going to be on him, but he's done well uh, in the in the last couple of weeks or so. So I, I, I'm interested to see how how well the White Sox pitching does, both in the starter but in, in the bullpen. We, you know what you're going to get with Liam Hendricks, uh, said right. what he did yesterday in a non-safe situation. But I want to see, as you mentioned, like, be, uh, um, before the season started, that middle, middle relief, how many guys will Tony La Russa trust now that the uh, big shows are coming within the next week or so? Yeah, I think that's going to be sort of the key right there. Now, now as far you know, as far as you know, hopefully you know Keelan will join us in a little bit. But I, I, I kind of feel like okay, this is. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. I, I feel like maybe, you know, are are we going to kind of like you know see this sort of like the White Sox team that we were hoping to see, and one especially how Rick Hahn was able to build this team the last couple of years. You know, mixing a little, especially the manager, I think. But again, we won't go into <laughs> we won't go into a yeah. little tangent about that. But um, I'm kind of like wondering, okay, is this going to be, you know, I just want to see what we're going to expect. I mean, like I said, you know, some of these guys have the playoff experience after what happened with Oak at, you know, with Oakland last mm -hmm. year, you know, that they know what it takes to win. You got a season pro now in Tony La Russa, who's been through this, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times. So he knows yeah. how to win the playoffs. So that that's going to be the different, different thing. But again, fluky things happen, especially in the divisional series. So, you know, is it going to be like a, like, you know, someone, a pass ball or maybe, you know, with a, you know, we thought it was a home run, but then it falls mm -hmm. just short. Or what if, you know, a, a pitcher from the back end comes out of nowhere and has a really, you know, great start and puts a gem. So that's sort of like, that's, that's one of the best parts of the MLB playoffs that these are the type of things that can happen. So hopefully, you know, White Sox will be on, on the good part of the, the good end of it, I should say. Yeah, let me bring this up before we uh, hit the bottom of the hour break. Uh, I mentioned Johan Makata. I kind of see him in the light as hopefully Joe Creedy uh, did during the 05 playoffs. Remember, Lakina, uh, he mm -hmm. was struggling with his bat, but he was great defensively. Me, personally, I thought he should have won the World Series MVP, but it went to Jermaine Dye, but that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother time. Just happy that the Sox won that series. No, no Shout out to Jermaine Dye. But Johan Makata, he has the, poten the potential to put up big power numbers, but it just hasn't happened yet for him this season for whatever reason. I know he was injured a couple of times this year, but hopefully he can uh, use this last week or so of the regular season to get his game right and to um, take a different approach at the plate, uh, be patient, and work on that because come playoff time, the spotlight is going to be on him as well. Hopefully he can turn on the, turn on the Jets in terms of his bat like Joe Critty did in 2005. Yeah, it is sort of, you know, that that's going to be, is it going to be, are we going to get those type of Joe Creedy heroes from mm -hmm. that team, you know, in this team? But, you know, again, 
Yeah, it was my fault. So it, it's sort of like it, it's fine. It's 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 okay. I mean, you know, look, I think that's sort of the best part about the playoffs. Like I say, you're gonna have some of these unsung heroes. So let's hope that you know for the White Sox. I mean, the White it's it's a be one of their guys that becomes the unsung heroes in the playoffs. Like, like you know, like a good win. You know, like like a good win, or maybe maybe you know if you want to go to pitching, maybe Kopech could be a hero for the White Sox, or you know maybe maybe you know Gavin Sheets if he ends up making the roster, or Moncada. I mean, those are the guys, the the type of guys I think you want to have step up, like we've been saying, in case you know somebody else, you know the other guys, the the, the big the big guys, you know end up you know just I mean just not having a very good you know go to a slump. I say that the worst time. We hit the bottom of the hour, so it's time. For- to take a pause for the cause on the flip side we'll give you the important series from the rest of baseball for this upcoming weekend starting tonight we'll give you the best and worst from major league baseball as well hopefully our guests will join us and we'll get into uh, um, some college football as uh, some big games are on the horizon for tomorrow we'll have that and a whole lot more with lakina mcgee i am sydney brown you're listening to second city sports live and in a living color right here on sports zone chicago AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That's that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen Download the free Score app. Lightning Fast update so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. Dance the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Second City Sports right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Along with Lakina McGee, I am Sydney Brown. If you want to comment on today's show, you can do so by going to our Facebook page at Sports Zone Chicago or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Place your comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up on the air for you. And if you try to do anything silly or stupid, Lakina will politely give you the boot. <laughs> 
Lakina, let's give uh, um, not the boot, but let's uh, kick it off with uh, discussing uh, the rest of Major League Baseball, the best and worst uh, from this week. Lakina, as we get into the last now less than two weeks left in the regular season, uh, the San Francisco Giants and the L.A. Dodgers are battling now for the NL West title. Both teams with big wins yesterday. The San Diego Padres, they keep losing. The San Francisco Giants took care of them yesterday in extra innings in Colorado. Those fighting Rockies, um, they were one strike away from putting the Dodgers. Yep. But the Dodgers said, uh-uh, Max Muncy with a big solo <laughs> run and then went into 10 innings. They defeated the Colorado Rockies 7-5. to Lakina, it, it seems to me that, whoever, like I said, whoever wins that division, will have a chance to go to the World Series from the National League. I said Milwaukee as well because Milwaukee and San Francisco are battling for home field throughout the NL playoffs. But it looks like the Dodgers will win 100 games from all they've been through. But what's going to reward them is a trip to the wild card game with a potential loss going home. Yeah, I'm well well let's well let's not let's not you know <laughs> let's not let's not be you know, push him out of the uh the division you know talk just yet. There's still like one game mm-hmm. back and, and, and look I think this is gonna this is gonna get down to the you know the rest of the regular season. Fortunately you know, the Giants and Dodgers are done playing, you know, so it's gonna mm-hmm. you know gonna hinge on you know which team and then, like if you're the Colorado Rockies, you're probably kicking yourself because I saw highlights of that game, and I know that mm-hmm. they're they're like, why we were so close to play a spoiler. Yeah. But I think you know Max Muncy. I think look if for other stuff, you know he could probably could have been you know right there for the NL MVP. But mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. But you know I think look, look we've said this before about the West. I mean look the Giants. You got to give them credit. They're sticking around. You know I thought that they were gonna you know. And that they, you know, that you know, maybe by this time you know, the Dodgers would be up like three or four games. You know, no, they haven't, and they get the Rockies this weekend. So maybe if you're the Dodgers, you're hoping that the Rockies can you know do to them what they feel to do <laughs> due to the yeah. uh, do uh, to them. But uh, yeah, it's gonna you know, look look. It's gonna get down to the wire. Like I said, I mean, the Dodgers they get the Diamond Bats. You know, the, the Diamond Bats they've actually been played. They've actually played pretty well against the Diamond Bats. So it's all it's all gonna depend on who kind of you know stumbles. First, you know, among those two. So it's going to get very interesting, though, in the West still. Let's head over to the American League. The wild card race is heating up. Of course, Boston's on the current Saturday game winning streak, I believe, and they face the Yankees starting tonight. I believe mm-hmm. that game is in the Bronx, if I'm not yep. mistaken. My computer's at, is in the Bronx. Okay, my, com- yes. my computer is acting up. Hopefully, it'll straighten itself out in just a minute. But uh, the Yankees, uh, they continue to struggle. Uh, Boston, as I mentioned, has been on fire. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, they lost an ugly game to the Minnesota mm-hmm. Twins on the road last night. They're still hanging around. I believe they are game back at the Yankees now. Uh, uh, Toronto won't go away. But as we said, Lakina, for the last month or so, you take a look at your schedule. You, uh, you, look at, you look at it and you say, oh, we play this team. They're worse than us. You can't just throw your boots out there expecting to win because these losing teams, even though they're not playing for a playoff spot, they're playing for jobs, whether it's on their own teams or somebody else next year. Yeah, they're going to bring it. And looking back at the end of the regular season, those losing teams can say we affected the playoff seating or just that particular teams that we face, that we beat, uh, we sent them whole packing. Yeah, and I think that if you're the, the Blue Jays, you, played the, you picked the worst time to not you know play mm-hmm. well. And I think, like you said, Sid, I mean, this is sort of like – yeah, we've been talking about this last couple of weeks. I mean, you can't take these teams lightly. So they 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 have three more games against the Twins. You know, hopefully, and you know, the, the the Blue Jays. I mean, the, the Red Sox and the Yankees are going to be beating each other up. So if you're the Blue Jays, you you hope to win those last three so that they can kind of you know sneak back in there. 
into the, the AL wildcard race. Now, let's talk about Seattle for a second. They're still trying to hang on. They swept the A's, you know, four-game sweep. I mean, that's, you know, incredible. And now they've got the Angels. You know, they still – look, they're only two games back, so they've got an outside shot. They're going to say, hey, look, don't forget about us. So <laughs> – these are getting very interesting there and interesting in the AL in the in the wild card races. Yeah, two thumbs up to uh one time Chicago Cup former major league player Scott Serres uh with yeah. a bunch of known names. He's done a great job. Too yeah. bad he can't win manager of the year. He'll have to make the playoffs or even to get a consideration, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Probably Tony LaRusso will probably get that award. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think this sort of like it's unfortunate though because they they are actually, there are some actually really some good young talent and the Mariners and you know service has done a great job you know, managing those guys. But you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm sure he'll make. I'm sure he'll be a finalist though for NL Manager of the Year. I think AL Manager of the Year because I think he's just you know he's does you know such a great job. So I, I think he'll he'll make he'll make the finals. I think he may not win it, but I think he'll make the finals. All right. Here's a question from my good buddy Lamont Scott via the YouTube. Do you think that the Dodgers World Series win was a fluke, and will there be the same old playoff losing Dodgers? <laughs> Here's the thing, Lamont. If they get past the wild card game, uh, assuming that the San Francisco Giants win the West, uh, if, if the Dodgers play Cincinnati, I'm not saying it's a guarantee they should beat them. Assuming that they beat Cincinnati in the wild card game, I think. They'll, they'll become that dangerous team because right now I have Milwaukee and San Francisco second as the top two teams as far as the favorites in the National League. But the Dodgers can get by in the wild card game. You have to consider them as well. No, they're not the same team as they were last year with the 60-game schedule. I'm not going to put an asterisk by it. They they want it and they deserved mm -hmm. it. But uh, the Dodgers will be dangerous if if they can get past the wild card game. Soon things stay, remain where they are right now at the end of the season. Yeah, it's all, it's all going to depend on the matches, though, I think, for the Dodgers. I, I kind of feel like if they do have to play like <laughs> Atlanta or Philly, then then you probably might – then you probably say, okay, maybe they may be the shot of being one and done. But, you know, like I said, who can think happen in the playoffs? And, look, these guys know how to do it. And you don't, mm -hmm. you don't think, you know, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, you don't think they're going to want to miss a chance to like, get another World Series ring? Get out of here. So, yeah, they're going <laughs> to – yeah, they're they're, they're going to bring it though. They will definitely bring it. And he says, you know, Lamont also says that he doesn't think Seattle can hold up. Look, you never know. I mean, look, we've seen weird things happen the last week and a half of the season. So look at the St. Louis Cardinals that exactly. we're going to talk about now. They won, I believe, twelve in a row. They came back from yep. a five-run deficit. I was watching a little bit of that yesterday, watching a White Sox game. Even though the Brewers are are in the playoffs and they're going to clinch that division, uh, St. Louis, as I said before, Lakina. Uh, they may run out of time because uh, they were they were struggling at the beginning yeah. of the season, but they're making a strong push. And I don't think uh, anybody in the National League, including the Dodgers, Dodgers, want to play St. Louis should they get in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you got you got to you know commend that you know that team. They could have just you know been left for dead you know after the mm -hmm. All Star break, and they were able to kind of pick it up. Their pitching picked up. Their their hitting picked up. I mean, they came mm -hmm. back from you know a five run deficit. I mean, they're the fourth team in you know modern MLB history to overcome a, a deficit like that to extend a win streak to twelve, so or more. You know, we'll see if they can mm -hmm. do the, if you know the, the the Brewers can. You know they they have the Cubs, so you got. I'm sure the Cubs would love to play spoiler though for the Cardinals. Oh yes. <laughs> So you, you got to think they will love that. So, yeah, I mean, look, well, we'll see. Like I said, where things happen the week and a half of the season. We're seeing it right now. So, Yep, so we'll see what happens. Lakina gave us a couple of important series this weekend from around baseball. Just a programming reminder for those of you around the country. 
uh, especially here in Chicago. Uh, the White Sox in Cleveland will be the feature game on Fox tomorrow at 6.15 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, they will. And, you know, keeping that up also, too, you got to think, you know, Philly, you know, if you want, you want to keep up, you know, make sure, you know, don't take your, your in-state rival, if you will, Pittsburgh, very lightly. Um, <laughs> they play them this weekend. Um, the Padres and the, and the Braves are actually going to pick up a game because, the the lake the game from last night was suspended due to rain so they're mm-hmm. going to be playing it they're going to finish that game up and they're going to play a a, a, a pseudo double header if you will so we'll see what happens there both teams still trying to hang on to their respective playoff you know chances the Padres are going to hang on to whatever slim mm-hmm. choice you know playoff chance that they have left um oh, let's see <clears throat> excuse me uh like you said, Toronto and Minnesota, we talked about that. San mm-hmm. Francisco, Colorado, same thing. We talked about that too. Mets and the Brewers, you know, you hope that if you're the Mets, you want to try to get into that playoff, you know, the NL East. <laughs> you know, it's going to be hard, but you're going to try to scratch and claw, <laughs> claw your way there. Um, uh, Arizona, okay, the Dodge, well, the Dodgers, again, you don't want to take Arizona lightly. And look, Oakland, Oakland's try, look, they've picked the wrong time. They got swept by the Mariners and I was going to say the other day, that was an elimination series. And and Oakland, if they don't win a couple of games this weekend, it's really going to be over for them real fast. It's a, yeah, it's probably going to end up being a wrap for them. So, I mean, um, you know, this is, there's some really interesting series this week. So if you're, you're trying to get into that, you know, the Mariners play the Angels, you know, for people, you know, you know, by the way, but yeah, it's going to look, I mean, like we said before, we you got about a little over a week, a little over a week, you know, almost two (laughs) weeks left, maybe a little, maybe about 10 games left. Yeah. Don't take, these things lightly, folks. Yep. So by the time we uh, do our next Friday show, of course, we'll be with you guys on Monday. But by the time we'll do the, the Friday show next Friday, <laughs> uh, we'll be a couple of days away from, from the regular season ending. So a lot is going to change between now and then. And so we'll see what happens. You're listening to Second City Sports Now, hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. Lakina, let's go to the college football schedule for tomorrow. And we'll start off with. Big noon, big noon Saturday as Fox will broadcast number 12 Notre Dame defining Irish Dale take on the number 18th ranked Wisconsin Badgers live from Soldier Field. Yeah, and game day is going to be there mm-hmm. and as well. So, it, it yeah, I mean, this will – I've said it before. I don't think Notre Dame is for real. I, I just – you know, they've, you know, kind of like, you know, slept walked their last couple of games. I think Wisconsin – I think they want to show – you know, they they want to get that taste out of – you know, the, the, the taste gets Penn State out of their mouths. This is going to mm-hmm. be a neutral – this is going to be a neutral side game at Wrigley. So, it's going to be interesting to see how all this is sort of like they set all this up. You know, they actually show the field. You got Notre Dame on one end. You got, you know, Wisconsin on the other end. So, this is going to be a – this is going to be a very interesting uh, game. And we'll see who's for real. Yeah, my couple of keys to the game are is, will Wisconsin, can they pressure the Notre Dame quarterback? And number mm-hmm. two is going to come down to uh, offensive line play. Can Wisconsin outdo Notre Dame on the offensive line front? And will uh, Wisconsin Badgers running game get back on track? Yeah. Those and are and the two keys of, to the game tomorrow. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's gonna be a big key there. You said it said oh, that's an eleven AM big noon Saturday game. Both 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 the uh both the respective, like I said, pregame shows gonna be there. So it's gonna that's gonna get very interesting too. That's how Desmond Howard of ESPN this morning. I was watching Sports Center this morning. Yeah. Uh, he was shivering in his fall coat outside <laughs> the uh outside of the um shed aquarium this morning. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting place there. For now it's 
you'll walk out with shorts and, and a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, sure, exactly. So <laughs> that's a that's an extra interesting uh, thing there that he he did that. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas. That's a you know SEC slash old you know Southwest Conference matchup. That's a two thirty game that will be on CBS. So. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is undefeated, so they, you know, if you're the Aggies, you know, don't don't look past them. They've actually got some pretty good talent there at Arkansas. Yeah, locally at 11 a.m. live from Evanston is the one and two Northwestern Wildcats versus the 0 and three Ohio Bearcats. Yeah, so, Bearcats. Yeah, so, you think Northwestern can win this game? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I look. Okay. I think that, like I said, okay. Ohio. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I know Mac. They favorite by fourteen and a half points. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I would take the under on that one, but yeah, Mac teams kind of give you know the the big the big five teams a hard the power five teams to say a hard time. But I like Ohio has had some turmoil. You know, Frank Solich retired. You know, right before they started practice, started you know their practices. So I think that things are kind of like going to upheaval there. But you know, you, you never know. But We'll, we'll see. Texas Tech and Texas, that's an ABC game. That's another game that'll be at, on at 11 a.m. Uh, Boise State at Utah State, you know, that's a that's a good one there. That's at 11 a.m. for CBS. You know, they're, Mountain West is getting some love, you know, so that they might, and look, with the SEC leaving CBS after this year, they probably are going to be looking for some other conference to showcase oh, their yes. big network. So They need the Pac-12. The Pac-12 needs CBS. They need each other, but we'll yeah. get into that another time. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, well, that's another thing, too. Uh, yeah. A, a very underrated game. I forgot this school even had a football program. Shame on me. But the Villanova Wildcats at 3-0 <laughs> will visit Happy Valley to take on the number six-ranked Penn State Nittany Alliance. I said well, it the right SCM. the first time. Yeah. They're also three we know of course will this be a trap game for penn Could state at the, uh after a big win against auburn at home last saturday night they're in the fcs so that's probably why you probably didn't think they had a football mm-hmm. team they've actually had a football team for years they've actually won a couple of F- fcs titles okay. so yeah so if you're i'm sure if you're james frank is going to make sure his guys are ready that they don't look past that game because they could easily that could easily do that if you see like oh villanova they're only a basketball school no they're actually a pretty good football school too so that should be an interesting one there. That could be a trap game for them, but we'll see. Um, Iowa State and Baylor. I know Baylor's going through some, you know, you know, changes and you know a rebuild. But again, if you're Iowa State, I mean, you kind of want to get that t- get that loss from you know Iowa out of your brain. So that should help. Also, to Rutgers and Michigan. I mean, Rutgers is three and zero. I think for mm-hmm. the first time since Greg Shiano, I think was was there. Now he's he's back there. Again, this is going to be one of those. I, I wouldn't be surprised. This is going to be one of those, you know, big smash mouth, you know, football. I mean, this is going to be the first time Rutgers actually played somebody this year. So I, I'm sure Jim Harbaugh will have his guys ready, mm-hmm. and that should be a fun one. That's a two thirty game on ABC. Uh, back locally, Northern Illinois at one, one and two. A host Maine at one and two. Hopefully, Northern Illinois will win that one. I'll leave it at that. FCS, <laughs> yes. FCS, yeah. FCS school in Maine. Yes. So yeah. A uh, very underrated game, but this should be interesting. On FS1 at 2.30 tomorrow, number five, Iowa, the Hawkeyes will host Colorado State. I mean, look, I mean, Colorado State can, they're, yeah, they're one and two, but yeah, I mean, they've got some players. I mean, you know, the last couple of years, they've actually been playing pretty well, but, you know, a lot of those guys have graduated and, and left, so I don't think Iowa shouldn't have any any problems, but again, you know, look, weird things happen at Kinnick Stadium, so yeah, you know, <laughs> on, on, both, on both fronts of your Iowa. So we'll, we'll see. Um, Louisville, Florida State will try. Florida State will try to get their first win of the mm-hmm. season against a very tough Louisville team. We got I, we got Illinois, I should say, at Purdue. That's another two thirty game on the Big I Ten think Network. I think Purdue will smoke by twenty. 
Yeah, well, what do probably. I know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, might, you might be right about that. Um, let's see. Rutgers and Michigan, both three and no teams in the big house yeah. on eight. Yeah, that should be a fun. Yeah, that should be a fun one there. Um, I think you mentioned. Did you mention Clemson? Yeah, Clemson and Uh, NC State. Did you mention that? That could be. No, I did not. But that that could be an interesting game too. I mean, look, NC State. I mean, they're you know they've got some you know some talent there, and I and look, I think Clemson started to find their rhythms on offense. So we'll see. Okay, go ahead with the rest of the schedule. Uh, let's see. The, the battle of the basketball schools. You got Kansas and Duke on the ACC never get three o'clock. <laughs> so who would have thought that a battle of the football field? Let's yeah. take it from the court to the field. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. I don't, I don't think you're going to see, I don't think you're going to see Bill Self and coach. You might see coach K there. I'm not, I'm, I don't know, but, uh, that should be interesting. What? Mm, excuse me. Then you got UCLA and Stanford on the PAC 12 number. That should be a fun one. Um, Tennessee and Florida that, you know, We'll see. You know, Florida hoping to bounce back from that, their loss against Alabama. Again, Nebraska and Michigan State, they'll try to mm-hmm. slow down Kenny Wal- Kenneth Walker the third, and that, that might be a, a bigger task, but you know, we'll see. Uh, K-State and Oklahoma State, that should be a fun one. I don't think people probably didn't expect those two to kind of sort of be, you know, mm-hmm. be, you know, have good records, you know, going into this game, but actually, it's actually a big game. They'll, that's a big, that's, a, that's a, actually on the Big 12 plus, slash ESPN Plus game, so if you have either one of those, you can check that out. Or watch it on Google. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, Kentucky and South Carolina, that should be another good one of the SEC. Uh, West Virginia and Oklahoma, that's a that's a primetime game on ABC. Um, yeah, yeah, I know Virginia, some points are going to be put up in this one. Yeah, I mean, West, yeah, I mean, West Virginia actually has given the Oklahoma a hard time, but – yeah, like I said, the Oklahoma defense will make things interesting <laughs> as they usually do. So we'll see. Uh, North Carolina and Georgia Tech. That's another um, game on the ACC network. Let me see what else. Uh, Cal and Washington. That's always a fun one when those two teams uh, battle it out. Uh, South Florida and BYU. They're undefeated mm-hmm. right now. BYU. Um, Oregon State and uh, USC. And Colorado and Arizona State, so that should be some definitely some fun games there. Yeah, you're listening to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday right here on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Lakina McGee. I am Sydney Brown. If you want to make a comment to us throughout the show, you can do so on our Facebook page at Sports Zone Chicago or on our YouTube page at Sports Zone Chicago. Place your comments in the comment section. Lakina will get them up on the air for you. Our buddy Lamont Scott says Florida better win that. Um, Tennessee hasn't won at the Swamp in a long, long time, and so let's see it. The two and one, the volunteers can uh, get it done. And Lamont also says Oklahoma need that win for respect. Uh, it was a tough one last week. I know DJ Griffin had that great interception, but they're facing a very good West Virginia team who had a, a, a big win against Virginia Tech last week. So uh, it should be an interesting game for the Sooners. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. Uh, my my nephew came in <laughs> to come get his mail, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, like I think Florida. If you're if you're in Florida, you know that that win is needed for respect, like you said. I mean, Tennessee. They've had their battles over the years too. The last, you know, these it's always it's always always fun between these two old rivals. And look, Oklahoma. We've been saying. That. I mean, look, West Virginia can score. So yeah, if you're if you're you know, Oklahoma's defense, you better try to make some plays like you did last week against Nebraska. Uh, let's go to that Pac-12 game. I believe it's at 9.30. You mentioned Oregon State and USC. I know both, yes. both teams at 2-1. and one. Do you think more pressure is on USC, especially after they fired Clay Helton a couple weeks ago after that bad showing uh, following the season opening win the next week they lost? Or do you think more pressure is on USC 
and maybe they could salvage the season? Uh, both. I think it's both. I think they're both, okay. um, you know, unfortunately, this is going to be very interesting because I, I kind of feel like, you know, I know I know that the players love Deontay Williams, who is the OC and who is now the interim coach right now. I'm sure they're going to want to play for him. But I, I think I, I got to get a tweet up from our buddy Sean Salisbury, who, of course, you know, played for SC, you know, former mm -hmm. NFL quarterback, you know, played for SC. In the early '80s, I gotta get it. I got. You tweeted something here, so I gotta let's see if I can. I can get it up, up, pop it up here for you guys. But yeah, he says he said you know, he said that like maybe like undisciplined and just you know not not developing the talent. I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said. That's kind of uh -huh. the reason why SC's kind of been on that downward spiral. I mean, it's not that they don't, they can't recruit. I mean, they actually recruit some pretty good talent. The, the problem is that they haven't been able to develop them, and I think that's the problem. So. Getting the chance to showcase, look, I think Coach Williams is probably going to have to, like I said, I'm sure he's going to have to win the Pac-12 South mm -hmm. to or at least get a chance to get considered for the job. But I think if you're Mike Bone, who's the AD over at USC, I think he's going to want to hit a home run. So I, I don't know if his mind's already made up, but I, I just think that this could be, if you're if you're SC and if you're trying to kind of like, you're, these guys are playing for their jobs, basically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's definitely the person going to be on everybody to try at least finish the season and, you know, if not win the then the build a Pac twelve twelve South division, but at least you know, you know upright. Let's go back to the Illinois Purdue matchup for tomorrow at two thirty on the Big Ten Network. Purdue is favored by eleven and a half. I know, like you said, strange things can happen in college football, but you don't see that with this final line nine team. We said it was going to be a transition year on the first year head coach Brett Bielma. Do you think they'll at least put up a fighting chance? I mean, they, these two have always, you know, played together and, you know, have always, you know, had you know, different matchups. But like I said before, I mean, Purdue's kind of rebuilding and like I said, so is Illinois. So I'm, I'm thinking it's going to get down to the wire. And then I'm, this could be one of those six, three, nine, six sort of old Big Ten games from back in the day. So I wouldn't be surprised. You if love that's those. Oh, well, look, look. Like you I love said, those pre-1970s, 80s games. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, look, there's like, there. Bring back those leather helmets, why don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, tearaway jerseys. But look, no, no, I didn't say I liked them. I just said it could, it could happen. I mean, look, remember, look, if you look, you remember those, like, those two, three games on ABC, you know, from, like, years ago where we always get stuck with the boring Big Ten game was a, a good, like, ACC game or a Pac-10 Pac, Pac game, you know, before we, you know, that. So it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, uh, Lamont Scott, our buddy Lamont says, there's no pressure on USC because they're turning over the staff and weighing on Eric B. from Kansas City. So USC is going to pack it in. I don't I don't know. No, Well, I, I like Eric B. and me, but I, I just don't think yeah, – I, I don't know if they can – Yeah, I don't know. If, if you're B. and me, would you rather coach – keep coaching Pat Mahomes, you know, MVP, has a Super Bowl ring, you know, and all that, or are you going to go to SC where there's going to be a lot of pressure – on you and you haven't ever been a head of coach at any level before do you really want that kind of pressure just saying yeah as of right now we don't expect to see that many openings for the nfl head coaching job this all season but we all know lakina we'll get to the nfl more next hour but we all know things could change in the nfl lakina and it's usually about five six jobs that, that are open uh, every year now unfortunately eric bm has been a victim of his team success i still believe that he's uh, that he deserves to be a head coach in the NFL, not just because the quote unquote color of his skin, but look at his credentials. He's overqualified, to be honest with you. Like you say, Lakina, he's working with the, one of the top quarterbacks, and not the top quarterback in the game right now, in Patrick Mahomes. Look at the success that he's had. So, I, I if he really wants to go to col uh, uh, coach college football, that's that's with his prerogative. I, me personally, I still believe that uh, that 
he needs an opportunity to, to be a head coach in the NFL. I know he said early last week that his focus is on Kansas City as it should be, but uh, uh, if he really wants to uh, coach college football, this is within his prerogative, prerogative, as I just said. But I think deep down, he really wants to coach in the NFL, and rightfully so. He deserves that that opportunity. Yeah, he's more than earned it. But like you said, it's really you know the fact that you know the Chiefs have gone so far in the playoffs that you know he doesn't have a chance to to mm-hmm. interview for his openings. And like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of pressure on him, you know, going to USC. And then look, we know how the the SC brass are, so and the, yeah. the fans, so. You know, if he wants to deal with that that pressure, I don't know if he wants to. I don't know if he wants to deal with that pressure. <laughs> you get a little more leeway in the NFL than you do in college. But yeah, and uh, Lamont says it's going to be Illinois' week. Well, we'll see Lamont. I mean, we'll see. How it gets <laughs> we'll see. I mean, like I said, it's going to be very. Uh, look, it's always interesting with those two teams. You know, play each other. Um, that's basically it. I mean, look, there's a, not too many, you know, big matchups. I mean, you know, Fresno, like I said, UCLA is hoping to bounce back from the loss of Fresno State. Fresno State is now in the top mm-hmm. 25. They play UNLV tonight on uh, CBS Sports Network at 9 o'clock. So that should be a fun one there. But, yeah, I mean, those are some some, some pretty good matches. Not, not a great weekend, but a, so, there are a couple of good ones. Yes, it's a couple of good ones. As I'm, as we wrap up our number one of Second City Sports right here on Sports Zone Chicago, Sid Lakin here with you. I'm looking forward to that Wisconsin Notre Dame game tomorrow. Of course, it's going to be live from Soldier Field on Fox, so I'll be interested in that. And I'll check out the prime time game as well with West Virginia, Oklahoma. Hopefully, there'll be a shootout. Yeah, I'm imploring Sid to start watching more college football. I mean, I know, look, <laughs> look, I know, I know he's in White Sox mode now, but look, they've won the division, so you just got to wait and see if they're going to play Houston, if they're going to host Houston, or they're going to host them. But start watching some college football, Sid. <laughs> That's my PSA. Oh, Lakina. <laughs> Lakina's trying. She's trying. She's trying. She's trying. I'm trying to convert him. I'm trying. It hasn't, it hasn't worked so far. I've been doing it for like the last like four years, trying to convert him in college football. That hasn't happened, but. But you know what? That's another thing. So, hour one's in the books. So what we got coming up in hour two, Mr. Brown? We have your official Second City Sports preview of the Chicago Bears and the Cleveland Browns. Will Justin Fields uh, surprise folks uh, uh, with his performance in front of his college fans and family members back in his uh, college stomping grounds? Can the Bears' defense step up and surprise some folks? On the flip side, will Baker Mayfield have another outstanding game, and will Eddie Goldman play, or will the Browns running game just stump all over the Bears' overrated run defense? And we'll highlight some of the other key matchups in the NFL as well. And our good friend Christine Manica from KXRB Radio at the bottom of next hour will join us to give uh, give join us to give her Week Three NFL picks. All that and more coming up on the flip side. You're listening to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago. Sydney Lakina with you. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That's 
that's going to be, we're going to say that three years from now, but at the same point in time for him, um, there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this, which is good too. Like that's what we want. We want that to happen. Download the free Score app, Lightning Fast Update, so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. Dance the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Bluestar medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. Dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Lakina McGee, who just uh, jumped I, back on screen for those of you I watching got, on Facebook I, and YouTube. We got some, yeah, we got some new neighbors. You know, my sister, mom, and I, we got some new neighbors, so we're being kind of nosy. But, but I'm back, folks. So like Sid said, go on, my friend. <laughs> along with Lakina McGee, I am Sydney Brown. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S-I-D-K-I-D-A-0, that's S-I-D. KID80. You follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan Scrub McGee on the IG. You can follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, look up Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you buy your apps, whether it's the Apple iTunes Store or Google Play. Make sure you uh, make sure you get that Sports Zone Chicago app where you can watch our shows live. Or if you miss them, you could watch them on the replay on there as well. You can listen to Second City Sports every Monday and every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on Sports Zones Chicago. As we continue to our number two on a hashtag Football Friday, Lakina, let's get into the preview in this week three NFL matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Cleveland Browns. Both teams are coming in at one and one this game will be uh, taking place in Cleveland at uh, Cleveland Brown Stadium Sunday at noon Central Standard Time on Fox. The number two team for Fox, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, one-time Chicago Yay. Bear, and along with Kenneth Davis, uh, his <laughs> his favorite lady, Pam Oliver, Oliver, will be roaming the sidelines for Fox as most of the country will see that game. Uh, so that's the first game part of the Fox uh NFL Sunday doubleheader. Most of the nation will get, I believe, Rams and Buccaneers. That's mm -hmm. at 325. But yes. most of the nation, Lakina, will see the debut of Bears rookie quarterback Justin Fields, a rookie QB out of Ohio State. He made, uh, uh, he played a little bit in the first game against the Rams. He saw extensive action last week following the entry to Andy Dalton. Oh, Dalton mm -hmm. looks like he's going to be out uh, several weeks with that left knee injury. Head coach Matt Nagy for the Bears said when, when, Andy Dalton is healthy. 
that it's going to be his starting position once he returns from injury. Lakina, do you buy that garbage or is that or does he really mean it? I think it's garbage, to be honest with you, to keep the media at bay. It's not going to work this time, sir. It's not. Yeah, I think he sort of feels like I think he's kind of stuck in between. I think when he when Dahl begged up the tackle, I think that was probably like the worst thing that could happen to Nagy in on the football sense, of course, because mm-hmm. you know, he kind of like, you know, Dalton, you know, being healthy is kind of what helped cover him, especially with the old, you know, find out the Justin Fields questions. But if Fields plays well on Sunday against a pretty good, not not a great Browns defense, but a pretty a good Browns defense. I won't say that they're mm-hmm. they're like they're not like top ten or anything like that. But if uh-huh. he has a good outing and a good showing, then I could probably you know, those questions are going to keep ramping up. And you know we'll see how long you know Dalton's out. It could be a week. It could be maybe two weeks. You know no one really knows. But it, it's just you know at this point I think you know. Let's just see what the kid does. If he doesn't have a, a good showing, that's okay. He's still a rookie. And now he's going to have a full week of practice with these guys. And I think and I think Maggie probably didn't feel like he didn't have a choice. You know, he kind of, you know, play, you know, try to play chess and say, you know, you know try to sugarcoat it. But he, he knows he knew he couldn't do it. So we'll just say, look, you know, Fields is starting this week. And, again, if you don't want infighting in the locker room, you know, because that, that tends to happen in these situations – you know, his best bet is, you know, feels, I, I mean, to kind of hopefully he plays well. Yeah, and I actually read the article, I'm sure you did too, by Jeff Derrickson of ESPNChicago.com. He said, uh, love him too. But he said that in his article earlier this week, it, when Matt Nagy makes the switch, you know, obviously this in case it was an injury to Dalton, when they hand over the keys to Justin Fields, there's no turning back. And there's no turning back now. Let's let's just say that Fields struggles in his first two, three starts. It's, it's okay. It's a rookie. I know the Bears still want to win games, including head coach Matt Nagy, but you know what you were going to get in a rookie quarterback, whether he's ready or not. So they felt like he was ready enough to start or else they would hand over the keys to Nick Foles. I'm sure Matt Nagy wanted to do that, but remember what he when he did that last year? Nick Foles, in all the games that he started except for one, he threw in an interception, and the season almost went down the damn tubes. He, he don't want to do that again. So Justin Fields is the franchise a quarterback for the Bears, so he'll be making his first start. As I said, Lakina, whether Justin Fields plays well or not, this is just a learning tool for this year anyway moving forward. I I said this before, and I'll say it again, not in terms of this season, but for the future of this franchise moving forward. It's better to have Justin Fields have the keys to the car right now. You know, He's going to have his good moments. He's going to have his bad moments. I know some of you Bears fans don't want to hear it, but uh, the more that this young man gets experience for this season is going to better help him moving forward. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's what you want. Right. And I know folks are going to, you know, say that, okay, you know, look, we've been saying it before. I mean, some of the best quarterbacks, you know, ever that went to the hall of fame, a lot of them, you know, didn't have, look, Peyton Manning, I think, you know, didn't have his best start. And it's going to get very interesting to like, see what he decides to do. How is he going to look and will this O-line protect him? And I think that's going to be the key. Another key, like, you know, the O-line at times, we just don't, we don't know. Like they, they were okay against the Rams. Mm-hmm. They were okay against the Bengals. But again, you know, you're, you're facing a pretty, an okay, like I said, not, not a great defense, but a pretty solid one in the Browns. So can they keep you know fields upright? I think that's going to be another key, and it, it's it's you know it's especially also too with the defense. I mean, do you? I, I'm sure Bigger Mayfield is going to try and <laughs> you know and, and exploit that 
bad Bears secondary. You know, Odell Beck it was like OBJ is going to be playing for the first time this year. Yeah, I know Landry is out, but the, you still got Peoples Jones is really good. You got you know yeah. Higgins who's pretty solid, and also too that that front seven can they slow down Nick Chubb and slow down Kareem Hunt? The key for me is going to be like can the Browns you know <laughs> use the run game to keep the Bears offense and keep Fields off the field so that he won't be a factor. If you have a comment about who's going to win the Bears or the Browns, what do you expect from rookie quarterback Justin Fields in his first professional start in the NFL? You can place your comments in our comments section on our Facebook page at Sports Zone Chicago or on our YouTube page to search for Sports Zone Chicago. Place your comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up and on the air for you as you're listening to hashtag Football Friday Hour Number Two on on Sports Zone Chicago, Second City Sports City Lakina with you previewing Bears Browns. For this Sunday at noon from Cleveland Browns Stadium. Let's take a look at the numbers uh, on the offensive side. The Bears are ranked 30th. That's second from the bottom in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns are ranked 10th. As far as total defense is concerned, the Bears are eighth with the four turnovers that uh, that helped them uh, beat the Bengals last week. While the Browns total defense rank, rank is at number 14. Uh, passing offensively, the Bears are 31st. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. And for the Cleveland Browns is 14th. Rushing overall, the Bears are 10th in the league, and the Browns are number four. Lakina, let's get into the running game. First, for the Chicago Bears, David Montgomery, he had over 100 yards in week one, 60 yards in week two. What do you expect out of him in week three? Do you think he, he bounces back, or it will, will it all depend on how Mr. Fields does? Yeah, I think it's gonna depend on how Fields does. Does he does he give it to does he give it to Montgomery and kind of just let him do what he needs to do? Or is it, you know, is he gonna depend on the throw? I mean, like I said before, I mean, if you look at the you know, Cleveland's defense, I mean, like I say, you got Garrett, of course, you got Malik Jackson, you got Malik McDowell, Cloudy's questionable for those of you who are wondering about him. I mean, their secondary is okay. It's not you know great. I mean, you know, we got Harrison Jr. and Newsom the second, but you know, it's a young but but very opportunistic, I think, will probably be the better way to describe the, the Browns' defense. So I, I don't know. What do you think? Because I, I kind of feel like it's going to depend on, like, who – to me, I think it's going to depend on who's, you know, whose offense can keep the others' you know, others offense off the field, if that makes sense. <laughs> I think you're correct. And, and, Unmute. And jump, yeah. Unmute. <laughs> there we go. I'm on I'm a mute. Mm. I'm on mute. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but going back to uh, the running games with David Montgomery, I think he'll come close to 100 yards. But I want someone brought this up. I was listening to a show this morning, and uh, Justin Fields. We all know how he likes to scramble and um, and how he can potentially throw on the run. I like to see more of that. Uh, I would like to see uh, the tight ends being used a little bit more. I think that will happen. Jimmy Graham, hopefully, he get more than a couple of looks. Cole Clement, hopefully he continues to develop. Head coach Matt Nagy, get a clue and use your tight ends more. You did not do that last week. Hopefully you can do that this week because uh, Justin Fields, uh, uh, if he if and when he rolls out, if he doesn't find his receivers, whether it's Allen Robinson or Marquise Goodwin or Darnell Mooney down the field, he'll go to his running backs. He'll go to his tight ends. I want to see how much the tight ends will be used more in the game plan on Sunday and that the tight ends can be used more. Uh, on Sunday, I think that opens the lanes up just a little bit more for Mr. Montgomery to run the ball. Yeah, that well, and it'll be interesting if, they, if the Bears exploit that, if they can exploit that for the first seven. So, like I said, Cloud is questionable, so we'll see if you know if he becomes a factor for the defense to slow him down. Um, like I said, 
And, and look, as for the offense, you know, back to the offense for the Browns for a second. Also, they, they have a pretty good tight end them, themselves. Austin Hooper has been to a couple of Pro Bowls. So I, I think, look, like I said before, it's going to depend on who, you know, tries to kind of like force, you know, force the hand, you know, feed the beasts, as they say. If the Bears mm-hmm. will feed Montgomery, if, you know, the Browns feed Chubb and Hunt. So those are going to be kind of like the keys for me as to like, like I said, who's going to keep whose, you know, offense off the field. And let's go to the flip side positions of the ball. Of course, the Bears defense versus the Browns offense. Of course, the Cleveland Browns led by quarterback Baker Mayfield, who's still looking for a contract extension. That part's another issue for another show. But uh, with his running back, so you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who have both had tremendous starts to the season. Of course, as I mentioned, Cleveland's rushing uh, team rushing offensively. Their rank is number 10, while the Bears at number four. So, uh, I, here's the thing, Lakina. First of all, Eddie Goldman. Yeah, the rushing number four for Cleveland. The Bears are number 10 in rushing. Um, mm-hmm. Lakina, I don't know if you have the, the latest status on Eddie Goldman. Uh, he hasn't played at all this year. Uh, I don't know if he's going to give it a go on Sunday. If he does, that Bears defense looks a whole a hell of a lot more, more better on paper. While, while on the flip side for Cleveland, uh, this is going to be their number one game plan, especially with with the second year head coach, Kevin Stefanski for the Browns. Uh, his game plan last year was to keep uh, the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands out of his hands by running the ball. That was successful last year. They made it to the playoffs, won a game um, and they're going on from there. But I, I think that even though make Baker Mayfield can make plays down the field when, when their running game is, is on point, but the bears uh, can at least neutralize the running attack. You can force Baker Mayfield to some turnovers. Uh, yeah, he can, and we you know Bill Mayfield does tend to do that. Now, can you know? Can Eddie Jackson? Can you know Jalen Johnson? You know, do you do you trust those guys to you know throw you know to catch those interceptions? You know, Vidner is Vidner you know prime for a big game. You know, can he do it? Do you do you trust the Bears secondary? I don't. <laughs> As of right now, I don't either, but what may give you some hope if you're a Bears fan is Odell Beckham Jr. It looks like he's on track to make his season debut on Sunday. I know Jarvis Landry is out. Mm-hmm. And so, but like you said, Lakina Austin Hooper, if you remember that name, he scored a touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons in that Super Bowl mm-hmm. loss to the Patriots a few years ago. He he's not just a typical tight end, but he's a receiving tight end, like a Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez type. Mm-hmm. So look out for him. So uh the Bears, look, if they yeah, can neutralize. Yeah, look, look, yeah, look for me for to try to throw the ball to him, especially yeah. trying to support him. <laughs> especially if Johnson or Jackson, we have to be able to have to try to defend him. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be a long day, especially if the Browns can run the ball. But I think the Bears can force a couple of turnovers if they can neutralize the Browns' running game. If they can, it's going to be another long day. <laughs> And we shall see. Look, this is Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Cindy Brown. I'm Lakina McGee, finishing up our uh, Bears Bank, uh, Bears Browns preview, I should say. Um, I mean, you, you got the whole field. It's gonna be it's gonna be packed over there in Cleveland, and of course, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's still gonna be some Bears fans there too. And you know, the weather looks like it's gonna be really cool, really nice. You know, nice and cool, very seasonal for this time of year. You know, who do you think has the advantage? I mean, are we going to see the Bears team that we saw against the Rams or are we going to see the Bears team that we saw against the Bengals? Of course, Cleveland's going to have a slight advantage because they're at home uh, and and they got a big win against Houston last week in front of those fans. So they'll have a slight advantage. But the Bears have a small advantage because uh, Mr. Fields will be starting his first game 
as a starting quarterback in the National Football League, and it's going to be on the road, so it won't be as much pressure as if it would have made if he would made his uh, de- starting debut here. So I think the Bears will benefit from that front. But uh, I, I want to see how Mr. Fields handles the moment. I'm sure he's going to have family, friends, the old college teammates there to watch him mm-hmm. because that's the first time he'll be playing in the state of Ohio as a professional. So uh, he's got, I'm sure uh, he's handled his ticket request by now. So uh, he don't have to deal with that. But I want to see how he handles the moment. And it all comes down to coaching. Matt Nagy, how will he call this game? Will it be conservative on the Bears' first drive? Will he let him air it out? How much will you let Mr. Fields air it out? Yeah, that's going to be the key to it. I love that people are bringing up the fact that he was undefeated in the state of Ohio. <laughs> of course, you know, playing at Ohio State. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's going to going to be a, a factor because you know you're, these are you know let's remember these are these are not like you know Michigan's defense from last you know last couple of years and some of the other defense they have the place for the last couple of years. So I, I think I like to be a little bit more. It's in mm-hmm. that, but I, I mean, like I said before, it's gonna it's gonna get you know very interesting. I think look, I think that the line is like seven and a half. I I don't think it's gonna be you know that. I'll, I'll we'll do our picks in, in a few minutes, but I don't think it's mm-hmm. gonna you know I think it's gonna be close. But again, I don't trust this Bears team, so like I who knows this could be a blowout. <laughs> I don't know, but again, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, like you mentioned, we'll make our picks. Uh... In, in the next segment, but the Bears have a surprisingly a good chance to keep this close. I'll I'll leave it at that. Yes, yes, yeah, sure, of course, of course. Can like you trust Matt Nagy not to screw this up? I know it's a stupid question, but can you trust him not to screw this up? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> can somebody help us? <laughs> Well, uh, well, yeah, that's like, we might be on our own own on that on that front, Sid. But, uh, I guess. I yeah, guess. but um, you know, any other keys, you know, for this game before we talk about the Thursday night game from uh, last night? Uh, can somebody do something on special teams from either side, uh, whether it's Bears or Browns, preferably the Bears? But do you expect anything from, from positively from the special teams? Well, both teams have not been very good, you know, for the most part. I mean, they, you know, I, I think the Browns, you know, they're they're supposed to show some flashes, you know. Also, same thing with the Bears. So I think it's going to depend on the punting. I think, you know, who will you know keep their you know keep you know put the other team deep. That should be that's going to be another factor. Who will have good field position? So both of them had their own shortcomings when it comes on special teams. So we'll just have to wait and see who doesn't make many mistakes less less mistakes on Sunday. All right, you're listening to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday right here on Sports on Chicago. Sid Lakina here with you. You can go to Sports on Chicago on Facebook or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Place your uh, comments and questions in the comments section. Lakina will get them up on the air for you. Coming up in our next segment to wrap up the show, Christine Manica, our good friend from KXRB in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, will join us to give give us her Week Three NFL picks. Lakina, you want to mention something about last night's uh, drumming? Of the Houston Texans, uh, they got drummed at home with a rookie quarterback against the Carolina Panthers, or uh, uh, whose victory came at a heavy price tag with a heavy yeah, cost in a, terms of injuries. Yeah, it was very costly when Christian McCaffrey you know, pulled his hamstring. It looks like you know he's going to be out for a while, and also J.C. Horn, who was having a really good first couple of weeks of the season, he was one of the reasons why that Panthers defense is. One of the tops in the league, and you know he breaks his foot in a non-contact way. I mean that that turf in Houston, my gosh! And, I, and we thought that the turf here at Soldier was terrible, but you know he breaks yeah. you know, multiple bones on his foot, and he's going to be gone probably very likely the rest of the year. Or so 
the Panthers have a, a quote unquote easy schedule, but without those two, I mean, it's going to be tough. Yeah, we saw last year when Christian McCaffrey was down in the lineup for Carolina, they struggled. Even though they had one time former Bear Mike Davis, he did okay, but he's not Christian McCaffrey. So we know Christian McCaffrey's that office. I know Sam Darnold is uh, having a nice bounce back year so far, but without that big weapon on offense, uh, that offense doesn't go for the Panthers. So we'll see what they look like moving forward. On the other side for Houston, of course, we know Deshaun Watson is not going to play this year due to his off the field issues, but on the field, Lakina, their defense. They were looking good the first couple weeks of the year, but last night, yeah, it, it just wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sam Darnold. I mean, I, I think look in a better system. I think he he looked really good, and mm-hmm. and you know that that defense. You know that we used to say that defense was probably like the most one of the most fierce in the league. And they still got some guys. They got you know Vernon Hargraves and um, you know a couple you know Trim and Tremont Smith and you know, a few others. But that defense just isn't what it used to be. And look, Chuba Hubbard. I mean, he could be he could kind of be the guy. You know, since it looks like McCaffrey's going to be gone, so he's going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Guy, and also too, if you if you have DJ Moore on your fantasy team, so that helped a little bit. You know, so had 133 yards, um, 126 mm-hmm. yards, I should say, and you know, didn't catch a touchdown, but he definitely he kept you know drives moving. So yeah, it wasn't the it was close for a while. You give Davis Mills credit. You know, he, he he passed his first, you know, touched his first NFL touchdown pass. You know, his family was there. It's always great for me to see those type, you know, it, it's gonna be but it's gonna be a long outside of Deshaun Watson, that's gonna it's gonna be a very long year in Houston. All right, before we uh take our break at the bottom of the hour, what couple of games, uh other games outside of Bears Browns interested uh are, are interest to you for this NFL week three? <laughs> I have a couple. The later games, you know, Bucks and Rams. That's going to be like the game of the week. Yeah, and Fox is going to have their top, you know, their top people there. So, you know, you, you get you get um, Buck, Aitman, and An- you know, Aaron Andrews. You know, they're going to be doing and two Tom Rinaldi too. And Tom, I, I, I say Rinaldi is going to be there as well. So that should be a fun one. Although some people, you well, know, us here in Chicago, we're going to have Seahawks and Vikings. So watching on your computer. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh they switched it. I think they well. I don't know. Like, I haven't looked at the the, the actual guys, but yeah, I think yeah. that I think it's probably well, what we're gonna end up getting. You know, check okay, it. I'll check it during the break. I'll check it during yeah. the break. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seahawks and Vikings. We'll see how Minnesota looks. I mean, you know, the Seahawks they might not be a very good good mood after what happened last week against the Titans, but we'll see. There, Washington and Buffalo. That should be a fun one. One of the noon games. Uh, what else? Um, I'm looking for it's for two the the L.A. Chargers in Kansas City. Too bad that game is not on here in Chicago live, but I'll be watching it live via my computer. <laughs> yeah, that should be a fun one. Um both yeah, both teams coming off losses that mm-hmm. probably should have been wins, but again, that's another that's another yeah another um thing. Um we'll see if the Colts can get their first win against the Titans. That's that's always fun when those two teams, you know AFC yeah, South well, Carson Wentz play, that's the question. He practiced today, so we'll see if he does uh he'll play. probably he'll probably end up playing if he practiced today. The Dolphins and uh, the Raiders, um, that should be an interesting one there. I mean, the Raiders are 2-0, and and the Dolphins, you know, they're 1-1. and So we'll see how that should be a, a good one. Also, yeah, for Eagles, those of you in Chicago, you'll get that game on Channel 2. Yes, you do. Um, also, to Eagles-Cowboys, that doesn't look, doesn't look too bad either. I mean, that the NFC East, I mean, it's always – you always throw the records out the window when those two teams play. So I'm sure the Eagles are – you know, going to want to bounce back from that, you know, just being hammered by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if the Cowboys are for real. 
Yeah, and Drew Pearson, I believe, will get his Hall of Fame ring doing a yes. cere halftime ceremony. So I congrats heard, to him. Yeah, I heard Troy Aikman talk about that. I think he said he's going to be there too. I believe yeah. so. That should that should be a very emotional for for him. You know, finally getting into the Hall of Fame. You know, you're very happy for him. Also, two Packers and 49ers. I mean, that the Sunday Nighter. Mm -hmm. I I know that the NBC people, NBC are probably they're probably happy that they got that matchup. Yeah, especially you know we saw what Green Bay did on Monday against the against the Detroit Lions, uh, especially in the second half, scoring twenty one unanswered points. Let's see if they could do something similar to that against a, a tough Forty Nine ers defense. But the Forty Nine ers are struggling with injuries right now, so we'll see what ha we'll see what happens with that. I'm looking forward to the All Brother Crew for Fox. Oh yeah, Gus Johnson and Keith Talib. I'll definitely be checking in on this game via NFL Red Zone and. Via my computer, <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a, a early game on the yeah, Fox. That, that's at that, noon. Yeah, that might be one sided, but again, they'll be entertaining. So that's like, yeah. <laughs> I might check that <laughs> yeah, just for that. Yeah, just to listen to the game might not be very good, but you can listen to the commentary <laughs> there. Um, Saints and Patriots. I mean, that's kind of an intriguing one, right? I mean, are we gonna get good Jameis or bad Jameis? I, I we got we got bad Jameis last week. I guess the Panthers. So, yeah. So, like, what, what are we gonna what are we gonna get here? I'm interested in this game, the 0-2 battle between the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants. Mm -hmm. I still don't trust the Giants, but the Atlanta Falcons should be one and one right now. Mm -hmm. You would think that they can. The Atlanta will take advantage uh, of a bad Giants team, but we'll save our picks for the next segment. So, I think whoever loses this game is. Uh, yeah, if, if let's just say this: if the Giants lose this one, uh, it's going to get ugly, ugly real fast. So I'll leave it at that. It's, oh, it might, it might. It well, look, they're already Giants fans. They're already like you know getting the the U-Haul truck and you know, and you know, like, you know, get your, <laughs> your pink slips in your like cards. I mean, come on now, that that's sort of a thing that that we've done that we did before. Mm -hmm. So you'll, you'll you'll you guys get what we're talking about. But uh, as we get our buddy Christine Manica in. Um, a little early. Hey, uh, Christine. Hi. Yeah, happy 2021 AL Central Division Champ Sox Day. <laughs> yeah, I, I like your jersey time. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he does. Thank he you. does. Yeah, <laughs> he always does that. They always get the jersey up. So, yeah. So, are you are you concerned with the with the with the White Sox? I mean, they're going to be able to start resting guys. So, is there a team? That you know, it's probably gonna end up being Houston, I'm sure, regardless, just depending on like how the, the seedings match up. But are you kind of concerned about how far this team can go in the playoffs? I'm not concerned about that. I'm more concerned about their health and making sure the players stay healthy. You know, we haven't seen Giolito pitching gosh yeah. knows how long now. So who knows when he's gonna be able to go back in and, and do what he does best. So let's hope that's soon. But if anyone, if everyone just stays healthy, keep their head on straight, I, I don't see a problem. Are you worried about Carlos Rodon? He was yanked out of the game in Detroit the other day. He's supposed to make his next start against Cincinnati, I believe, on Tuesday. But call me crazy. I think that it'll be safe for the White Sox to keep him out until the postseason. Hopefully it's nothing uh, serious uh, uh, with, with his arm or his elbow. Let's be honest here. Rodon, he's a free agent after this year. I understand yeah. that Carlos is looking out for himself in his future, and rightfully so. And maybe the White Sox, maybe there's a chance for uh, them bringing him back. I don't know. But do you think Carlos Rodon should make it start on Tuesday? I think they should keep him out to the postseason. And assuming that they get lucky and get past Houston, you should save him for the ALCS. In a perfect world. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. People were smart. Then yes, I agree. Just wait them out. You know, keep them rested until the postseason. That's what they've been doing with Giolito. I don't see why they don't do it with Rodon too. So keep that trend going. Are you afraid that that? And we talked about this. Sid and I talked about this earlier. Are you afraid that maybe you know we're gonna get guys like you know Anderson and Abreu? They're gonna have going to slums at the exact same time. And if so, who do you think can pick up the slack for them? Yeah, that that's also concerning. You know, I would say the team is still young, right? It's hard to yeah. say who I think would be the best to pick them up, sort of speak, because they all have something. They all have that some sort of. Oh, I don't want to get fancy here. Genesee Qua about them. That just makes them <laughs> I that love just that. Ma- that just makes them, you know, who they are as individuals and as players. They all play a part in some way. Um, if anything, Jimenez, I think he's got a lot of great energy in him. Same with Anderson. You you always see Tim Anderson getting so hyped after a great hit from whether it's from his bat or one of his teammates' bats. So either way, I, I think those two would be the ones to step up. Yeah, we saw what Tim Anderson did yesterday on the field with those two home runs, and yeah. we'll see if he can provide that throughout the playoffs. Because I, I, I said it at the top of the show, I think – Gavin Sheets, uh, Billy Hamilton. I think he's this year's Dave Roberts, who's currently manager the LA yeah. uh, manager of the, of the Dodgers. But remember yes. back in 04, Dave Roberts didn't pick up a bat for the 04 Red Sox. Uh, yeah. He came in there to steal bases and play defense, and that's exactly what he did. So Billy Hamilton, I think he's going to be key. Uh, Larry, not Larry, legend Garcia. <laughs> he's going to be a key as well, especially against left-handers. So uh, you kind of had to look at those uh, those guys, those um those are guys that are coming off the bench. Uh, usually you see one or two of those guys every year um, yeah. uh, come up with surprise plays that hits during the playoffs. Oh, Gavin Sheets is amazing. The I like him. Oh, I, I wish him. he's my starting right field in the perfect world, but I know Tony LaRusso doesn't right. look at it that way. So yeah. yeah, I mean, that kid's got something. He's got spunk and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He can. Yeah. He can fly too. So yeah. that, yeah. And, and look, I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope, Look, I'll be cheering for the White Sox. I'm going to be cheering hard, and let let let's hope so. Let's hope that they can make it to the at the very least make yeah. the ALCS, if nothing else. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to be right back with our buddy Christine and you know our NFL Pigskin Pickums for Week Three, and we may actually talk some Ryder Cup too that's going on right now, not too far <laughs> from where we are in Whistling Streets. Come on now, sorry, Sid, we might we might sneak that in. There. <laughs> we we got to sneak it in. We got to. We have to. Sorry, Sid, but. <laughs> Along with Sydney Brown, I'm Steve Anacombo Cakes, RB. I'm Lakina McGee. This is Second City Sports on Sports Channel Chicago, and we'll be right back with our picks. So stay tuned. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That's that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen Download the free Score app, Lightning Fast Update, so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. That's the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. 
Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. Dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. All right, welcome back to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Cindy Brown and our buddy Kegs, RB's Christine Manika. I'm Lakina McGee. And you know what, guys? Uh, the great thing about it is that said you're still up, but look, Christine, you and I are not too far behind. We're only like one game back. So we're right. still, yeah, so it's all close. So, so it's just, I'm just ahead by, uh, ahead by one game over Christina. Yeah. I need some separation. Too close. Too close. No, I got too you close. ahead of you. By separation, you mean I have to come up in front of you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, she's just doing that trash talking oh, again. Okay. <laughs> These young folks go out to learn, Lakina. Yeah. Well, well, look. She's gonna go out to learn one day. Yeah. Well, so look. She's look. She's from the south side of Chicago. Said originally. Come on now. She's like the all three of us are from the south side. So we. I we get know. all that. I, I get all that. But she got She got to pay her dues first. Don't be doing all that talking, young lady. You gotta get a hand first, then you talk. <laughs> all right. All all right, all right, all right. So uh, a little warm up here. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know you like it. So come on now. <laughs> all right. So let's get right to it. Uh, the good school one here. What we talked about before we you came on, with Chris Christine. Um, uh, this AFC South matchup. You got Colts and Titans. Uh, let's say you can start on this. Start this one. I know. It looks like Carson Wentz may play, even though he injured both of his ankles last week. The Titans actually got a big uh, upset win at Seattle last week. Mm-hmm. I'm riding the hot hand with Derrick Henry. I believe this game is in Tennessee, correct? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Titans. Case closed. Oh, all right. <laughs> Christine? I mean, yeah, case closed. It's the Titans. I mean, no no offense to Carson Wentz because, you know, he's he's from NDSU. He's a North Dakota kid. Yes. Um, I don't see him doing anything spectacular at all. It, you know, it, my, my coworkers were talking about him this past week and they just said he spells disappointment. And that, those are my words. Those are their words. So <laughs> I, I'm just going to leave it at that and say Tennessee has this one. Yeah, I, I look, I've been, you know, lobbying for the Colts, you know, these last couple of weeks have shown that I look really, I don't look very smart in this case. So <laughs> I'm going to pick the Titans and make it a sweep. All right. Second up is the battle of the Owen twos. We got the Falcons and the Giants. Christine, you start. I start. Okay. You know, it, it's going to be very close. It's been a rough start for both teams so yes. far. Um, Atlanta actually could be considered the worst team of the year so far, just because they, they just can't get their life together. So right. because of that, and since the New York, the Giants have more promise, 
I'll go with the Giants for this one, especially because there is a hometown kid on the Giants, I believe still, Julian Love. Um, he mm-hmm. went to Nazareth Academy, and he's a, he's a great ball player. I hope he gets to see the field more, too. How, how Excuse my French. I know this is a kid's program, but how in the hell did the Giants are a minus two and a half? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Atlanta, apparently Vegas yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm sure. I'm assuming that the, uh, some uh, some smart people like you're surely picking uh, the Falcons uh, on the money line. I know usually the home team usually gets straight, but something tells me that um, not uh, not too many people are going to fall for that Giants uh, because. They're at home. I'm not going to fall for it. We don't pick point spreads on this show. We pick straight up winners. I'm going with Atlanta. As I said before in our last segment, the Falcons should be one and one right now. They did put up a fight, like, fight, mm-hmm. like I said last week, but a couple of fluky plays got them blown out in the second half yeah. at Tampa Bay. Uh, if, if Atlanta cannot win this game, there's a problem. Saquon Barkley on the flip side, he's still on the snap count. Yes. Yeah. He's trying to make it back from his torn ACL a year ago in Chicago. I just don't trust the Giants. Daniel Jones, is he the answer? I'm doing this Jordan Sharp for those of you listening exclusively on our podcast. So I don't trust the Giants. And Lena, if this is not close to a give me win as possible, I don't know what is. So I'm going with the Falcons. I'll trust them again this week. My yeah, drop. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I'll, I'll, I, I'll pick Atlanta too. Like they, they, they have to, they have to win this, right? They have to. Well, they, they, they don't have to, but they should. But, yeah, you're know, right. <laughs> it would be worse. Well, yeah, I mean, we saw them like the last couple of weeks. They have not been, you know, very good. So I, I don't believe in the Giants just yet. Well, so, you know, Barkley is still, like you said, he's still going to be on a limited, you know, carry. So I, I think the Falcons will win this one. If they don't win this, I don't know what to, what to tell Atlanta fans. <laughs> a very good one here in the AFC West. You got the Chargers and the Chiefs both coming out of very disappointing losses. I'll start this one. Um. Look, both teams are not going to be in a very good mood with, you know, for the reasons I just said. Uh, you know, Frank Clark is still as he still, you know, he's was limited today on practice. I just saw on Twitter. So I'll I'll say the Chargers. I'm going for the upsets and I might lose this one, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. I, I have a couple <laughs> upsets in my up my sleeve. So might as well be this one. So who else wants who wants to go next? You know, I went for the Giants in the last one, so we all got to have one of those, right? So, <laughs> of course, it, it, it's going to be a tough call for sure. Both teams, like you said, Lakita is going to—they're going to have a sour taste in their mouth, that's for sure. But because we know Mahomes, we know his crew, we know what they can do, it, I'm going to go with the Chiefs for this one. I know Kansas City is favored by eight points. I think the Chargers can't keep it close. They should have won that game against Dallas last week. Yeah. Even though I told you the Cowboys were going to win. So Yoshua <laughs> is right on that one. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, Kansas City is going to make a couple big plays down the stretch to separate themselves. So I'm going with the Chiefs. I was wrong about them last week. It's not going to happen twice in a row. I just don't see it. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Glad you learned, Sid. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you always, <us> young lady. <laughs> always, always fun with those two when when these two teams uh ballot out. So I'm sure we're gonna have another classic one there. A pretty intriguing one here in the AFC North. You got the Bengals and the Steelers. Both are both teams are kind of banged up though right now. Mm-hmm. Sid, why? <laughs> why? I want to. <laughs> why are you going with me first? But but. Uh. Ben Roethlisberger got beat up last week. I know he's practicing limited this week. Yes. The Bengals, I want to go with them in an upset. I just don't trust, especially after what happened here in Chicago yeah. last Sunday. 
only just because they're at home. I'm going with Kansas City, but I won't be surprised if the Bengals kept this close. I, I really won't be surprised if that happens, but I'm going with Pittsburgh within the last second field goal. I definitely can see that. Yeah, Pittsburgh's favorite get- five by six and a half. <laughs> I, I'll go under. with Pittsburgh too, Sid, especially since now the Steelers, they have home field advantage. Now, if it was reversed and the Bengals had home field advantage, then I'd say just because of their crowd alone, I would say them. But I've seen what Steelers fans can do too with their fan base. So because it's home field advantage, I'm saying Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh wins this is because they're at home. I, I just, like you said, we saw what happened with the Bengals. We thought it was going to – they did keep it close, but they did Bengals thing. So I'm going to pick the Steelers. I did pick the Bears to win that one, just to let y'all well, know. So <laughs> I, I, I was smart. I tried to be smart anyway, and I said the Bengals. <laughs> well, who knew? Well, yeah. Well, I was, I was right that it was close. So what, what, what yeah. can you do? Um, I'm going to keep it short with this next one, Ravens and Lions. The Lions will keep it close. I don't think the Ra- – the Ra- this could be a trap game for the Ravens, but I think John Harbaugh will have his guys ready, and I kind of I kind of feel like they're on a mission. So I'm going to pick the – it'll be close, but I think I'll pick – the Ravens will, will hold tight and hold off the Lions. I'm going with Baltimore, even though Lamar Jackson admitted that he injured himself after that silly flip last Sunday night. Uh, hopefully he won't do anything stupid mm-hmm. in Motown. So I'm going with Detroit. <laughs> I was oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. rewind that tape. Rewind that tape. I was like, I'm going with. I was gonna say what? What? What did you say? I don't. I'm going with Baltimore. Christine? I'm going to myself there, huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a hardball there and be like, Sid, you want to go for that? Do Do, do you want to go for that answer? <laughs> oh no no no! Let's say rewind that tape. I'm going with Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> I I will definitely say Baltimore. However, I am worried just because you know I've said this before. Detroit's a rebuilding team. I'm afraid that maybe they consider this kind of like a practice game, if that makes sense. You, you know, like maybe they'll get a little bit lazy on the field and they wouldn't try as hard when Detroit could easily come up from behind that and feed off of yeah. that saying, okay, they don't care. So we're just going to play harder. So yes, the Ravens, but I wouldn't go too easy on the Lions. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm afraid of too. But I look, I think Harbaugh's been around long enough. I think he'll have his guys ready. So I, I don't, Oh yeah, I'm he'll not- go for it. He'll go, yeah, oh, Detroit, yeah. yeah, Detroit is surprising three and a half point favorite. Yeah. The other fa- oh, okay. Well, I would take the end. I'm just reading what it has on Vegasinsider.com. I don't know. I didn't I don't make know up these numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're I don't know, but they must know something we don't, but <laughs> <laughs> This is, look, this is a battle here between uh, the one and ones. You got the Saints and the Patriots. Uh, who wants to start this one? Oh, when the Saints go marching in. <laughs> <laughs> it's got hey, Saints. It, I mean, you, you both got fairly young quarterbacks on both sides. But right now, the, the Saints show a little bit more promise, in my opinion. They got a stronger O-line, too. So it, it's got to be the Saints for this. I'm going with New England. Really? Yes. Why? One, because I said so, young lady. (laughs) And and number two, uh, Mac Jones is starting to uh, show some signs. Uh, He didn't have the world uh, on his shoulders last week as the Jets uh, shot themselves in the foot thanks to Zach Wilson's four interceptions. And the Pats' defense did enough to uh, contain that. So I think that you'll have a point. 
Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's what I always do. That's what I always do. <laughs> but uh, I think New England's Divas will do enough just to contain Mr. Winston. I don't know if he's going to throw five interceptions again like he did last week, but <laughs> they'll do enough to keep Mr. Winston in the pocket and force a couple of turnovers. So New England's going to do just enough to win. Lakina, you may get a 9 and 6, uh, 13 to 10, <laughs> 16 to 10 game. Right. If that I, happens, you could thank yours truly for that, even though they'll be your specialty. Like well, you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, this could end up being the case. I mean, you know, but I, I I trust the Saints defense more than I trust the Patriots defense. So I'm thinking the Saints, I'm sure Cam Jordan's going to want to make mince me that of Mac Jones. So, and I think, <laughs> and I think, and I think is going to want to redeem himself from last week. So I, look, it's going to be close. Like we might end up being like a 10 seven or something like that. So, but I'm going to pick the Saints as well. All right. All right, uh, the Cardinals and Jags, we said it earlier. You got yeah, Gus Johnson, the key to lead on the call for this one. I'm going to keep it short. Like I said, they're, they're, they're calling. They'll probably make, end up like sharing stories. So I'm going to say the Cardinals, but, you know, <laughs> it, you know, weird things happen, but I think the Cardinals will should, <laughs> win, should win this, you know, pretty easily. Give it to the birds. <laughs> that, that's my answer. Give it to the birds, Cardinals. Yeah, this is the second time in three weeks that the Cardinals had to go back to the East Coast. I don't trust the Jaguars. The Cardinals should yeah. go in there and destroy the Jaguars. They, as you said, Lakina, uh, not Lakina, uh, Christina, about Baltimore and, uh, going in there with Dora, they cleats out there expecting to win. Arizona better not do that because if yeah. they do, they're in trouble. Right. Especially, after they, especially, especially after escaping, uh, uh, escaping with the one point win against Minnesota at home last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, well, the one thing I'm I'm a, I'm a good on is I think, I think Chandler Jones and they didn't have a good game after that. I think he's going to take it out on Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what's going to happen. I think that's that's probably what's going to yep. keep that from happening. But we'll see. Um, about a, a good one here about one and ones in Buffalo. You got Washington and the Bills. Buffalo for me. Easy. It's going to be a close game, but Buffalo for sure. I agree. I think they'll be close, but I think Buffalo just because I think their offense is just better. Like yeah. as great as Taylor Heineke has been, I, I just I don't think he has the I just don't think he has a lot of the talent around him just yet. So but again, they've had 10 days off. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'm sure they'll be yeah. ready. Yeah, Buffalo's favorite by four and a half. Okay, so yeah, so I definitely eh, probably they'll probably make like five or six, I think. Yeah. Uh Jets and Broncos. Uh, this is going to get ugly. Yes, yeah, this, this is going to is... get ugly at the mile high. Yes, yes. <laughs> Denver's yeah. favored by seven and a half. I expect them to win this game by 10 points. So I'm going with the Broncos. They have a better running game. They have a better quarterback. Yeah. Denver just Denver is like a, a sports car. And, and let's just say uh, whoever's the owner of it is away. Whoever's driving that car, don't strip the gears. Don't mess up the tires. Just don't crash it. Yeah. Keep this thing on even kill. Put it on cruise control. Do what you're supposed to do. You should come out there with a victory. I'm going with the Broncos at home. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Broncos at home. Yeah, just that, you know, I've looked at this week and it's it's all just interesting how some of the more dominant teams are facing, you know, the teams that aren't doing well. This is another one of those situations. Yeah. So if Denver can keep, keep on cruise control, like Sid was saying, yeah, I would say Denver for sure. 
Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean the Jets. I don't know what the, what's going on with the Jets. I don't no know who's does. playing for the Jets. Nobody really <laughs> knows. And, and I know I know the Broncos are banged up. They, I know Corlin Sun. You know he hasn't practiced the last couple of days, but he. Sh- but yeah, I think Big Ben just said he should be good to go. And I think Bridgewater's gonna have another great game. So I'm picking Denver. All right, you got a good one here in the AFC. You got Dolphins and the Las Vegas Raiders. Let's see here. Vegas is, is favored by the point and a half. So I know uh, Tua Tungavalova, the starting quarterback for the Dolphins, he's, he's not supposed to play. Mm-hmm. But even if, even if he did, the Raiders is on a roll right now to start the year. This could be a trap game because they're 2-0 and they had a big win at Pittsburgh last week. They're back at home. They should be able to take care of the Dolphins. I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, I am going with the Raiders too. Unfortunately, Miami has no coverage. Why do you think Tua is injured? Why does he? Why do you think he exactly. has ribs right now? He has yeah. no coverage. So the poor guy, you know, he wants to help Miami win. Obviously, he wants to bring them those victories, but without any support from your own team, what are you going to do? It's yeah. kind of like <laughs> let's let's throw something up in the air and see what works. You know, let's just toss a salad together and see if it tastes good. So. Let's go with the Raiders for this one. Yeah, yeah, I think Vegas is I think Vegas is gonna show there for real. I know that I'm I'm sure that Gruden will love to, you know, show people that hey, you know what, my guys are actually pretty good. So and yeah. I, and like I said, I know I know Brissett's been he's a veteran, but I, I he's gonna be running for his life a lot. So I'm gonna pick <laughs> the Raiders. All right, the 325, a first one here, a good one. Seahawks and the 0-2 Minnesota Vikings. I'll start with this one. Minnesota is a train wreck. Go Russell Wilson, Seahawks. (laughs) Short and sweet, (laughs) to the point. Yeah, America's other game of the week (laughs) on Fox. (laughs) I'll be watching this game live via my computer. And Lakina, that game will not be aired here in Chicago because I I just checked my um, TV guy, courtesy of Xfinity, uh, the uh, the Buccaneers and Rams game will be live here in Chicago. That's what it it's says. Okay. I so. got you, Sid. I got you right over here. It's all Minnesota here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Seattle. Yeah, yes. don't try to. Yeah, so don't try to trick her, young lady. I'm going with Seattle. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Okay, I was just making sure. <laughs> okay, well, well, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the Seahawks are not going to be in the. They're not. They're going to be very angry because they felt like they lost. They let that that game against the Titans slip away at home. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to take it out on Minnesota. I don't know what's going on in Minnesota. I don't think they do. At Nobody this point. knows. <laughs> exactly. The change is starting to derail there. So I'm going to say it's going to be close. But I think the Seahawks will pull away late. And oh, the game of the week, as Sid was alluding to, you got the two of those. You got the Bucks and the Rams. I'll, I'll, I think I'll start on this one. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be so tough. I mean, that you know what though, I'm gonna pick the Rams just because I think their defense is a little bit better than the Bucks defense. Even though they got some big names there, JPP is gonna like, it's gonna be out for a few weeks. So I'm thinking that Ramsey may get the best of of Tom Brady, I think you may get an interception from him. It's going to be very close. It's probably, it might come down to a field goal. Maybe I don't know, but I think the, I think the Fox Fox is number one team will get a really good one. So I'm going to take the Rams at home. They're at home. So that's why I'm picking them. Yeah. <laughs> I will say it's going to be a close game. Another thing that I'm thinking of, it's kind of familiar competition. Yeah, they're kind of familiar with each other by now, so they kind of have an idea of what one team's going to do over the other. But because it's close and because it's familiar, I'm gonna go and just say Tampa Bay. 
<laughs> I just to be the devil's advocate here, I'll go Tampa Bay. <laughs> Remember last year, who was the last team that gave the Buccaneers their last loss before they won the Super Bowl? It was a yeah. Monday night showdown yeah. between yeah. the Buccaneers and the Rams from yes. Tampa. Yes, and the Rams won. The Rams will continue that again. I know they're two and a half point favorites, but they're at home in front of fans. It'll probably be more Tampa Bay Bucks slash fans, Brady, probably, yeah. Brady fans. Yeah, Brady because, fans, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though LA is a Raiders town, not mm -hmm. a Rams town. Well, some of you folks in LA would like to dispute that. Um, <laughs> it, like you say, it, it's, I think it's going to be a classic game. Brady's going to have his worst game of the year. Uh, the, the, the Rams defense is going to show up and maybe uh, we'll get a Lena Floyd sighting Lakina. So yeah, I'm going with the Rams at home. Let's hope that they show Stafford's real wife this time too. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I saw that. Yeah. Right. I saw that. that. Was horrible. Even oh gosh. Looking at it. I said, wait a minute. That's not his wife. It looks like her, but it's not. <laughs> no, <her."> it's not. <laughs> Oops. I'm sure she wasn't happy about that either. I'm, I'm oh sure no. She wasn't. Why do you think they had to do the camera back at her? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh, did you? Oh, you, you? Did you pick pick Christine? I did. I said Tampa. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't paying it. <laughs> I was doing like a whole hundred different things. Sorry. No, no, my bad. Uh, another good one here though on the Sunday night. You got the Packers and the 49ers. <sighs> Packers. <laughs> with That's such disdain yeah with such, says with such such disdain she how she says that yeah just <laughs> you know that first game definitely was a fluke you know they came back last week so it, it's yeah packers i know san francisco's favorite by two and a half but you know you, you guys know everybody out there listening and watching i don't trust the 49ers no i'm going with the packers it, uh, now I say fan, I'm cheering for the 49ers, but <laughs> as a so-called expert, I'm going with the Packers. Right. Yeah, I gotta agree. I think the, the injuries are just mounting for the 49ers, which is just unfortunate. So I think the Packers have found their groove. I think that, you know, well, other defense actually been pretty good too, so maybe they'll expose, you know, we may see Trey Lance in this game, who knows? But yeah, I'm picking mm -hmm. the I'm picking the Packers. In a road uh, upsets, you know, I'm doing air quotes yeah. here. <laughs> Monday night, Monday yeah. night in NFC East, uh, you got the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'll start this one. You know, we'll see which team's for real. I know the Eagles want to bounce back from that, you know, just, just getting shellacked by the 49ers. Uh, the Cowboys coming off of uh, a win that they should not have won against the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Again, that's another tangent I'm not going to go on. But, <laughs> I, you know, it's always interesting when you see two teams match up. I'll pick the Cowboys just because they're at home. That's the same thing I went for too. Is Cowboys just because they're at home and those fans they're they're excited? Yeah, I think Philadelphia will play better, but I don't think it's going to be enough. The Cowboys it looks like they again they stride back. The offense has been tremendous. I know they scored seventeen points last week, but as I said before, Dak is back and he'll show that on Monday. I'm going with D yeah. Dallas at home. Should be you know probably have his best performance of the season so far. He might. You know, also that defense. Uh, okay, last but not least, you got the Browns and the Bears. Oh boy. <laughs> well, look, I, I, look, I, I'll say this. I think Justin Fields will do well. I mean, yes. he'll like like a rookie. I think he'll throw a touchdown. I think he'll rush for a touchdown. I think you know, like we like we said before, the key is going to be who's running and keep the other offense off the field. So yeah. I think if the Bears can do that with Montgomery, you know, just just stick with the formula. I think they'll keep it close. 
but the Browns are the more talented team. So I think Breaker Mayfield is going to expose that, you know, uh, the secondary. And also too, I see uh, Gibson might be out because he didn't practice today. So that might be another thing that's going to throw a monkey wrench there. So I'm going to pick the Browns, but the Bears will keep it close. I'll say that. I don't know. I think for the first time with this, I'm going with the Bears just because I see that Fields wants to succeed. You know, he's already shown a lot of promise already. And I'm like, I was mentioning this to a coworker today. He actually has some time to prepare for this game. Unlike Mitch, he kind of just got thrown into it saying, all right, well, he's injured. Now, you, now it's your turn. Go, go see what happens. So because of that, and also I'm curious to see what kind of uh, specialty plays Nagy has for mm -hmm. fields specifically designed for him. Cause we all know he, he worked specifically with quarterbacks before he came to the bears. So I want to see how that unfolds, but overall the bears, if they can keep it together and if their offense can succeed, I remember the days when defense was the problem. Now, mm -hmm. now we're back on the <laughs> O-line. So as long as the O-line keeps it together, as long as Montgomery has an A game, uh, this is another thing. What's going on with Tariq Cohen? I want him to yeah. come out at one point. Still an IR. He's on IR, I think. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as long as the bears stick to the book, I'm going with the bears. Christine must know something along with Vegas because the Bears, you cannot make this stuff up. The Bears are currently three and a half point favorites on the road. Mm. couple of things here. As we mentioned in our last segment, uh, Lakeen, uh, Christine, um, me and Lakina talked about Justin Fields. It's sort of a quote-unquote homecoming for him. Yeah. So he's going to have family, friends, and college, I'm sure, yeah. high school, old college teammates uh, sitting in the sands. How many, we don't know. But I'm sure he had, we had those uh, requests taken care of early. Uh, in the week. <laughs> Number two, most of the nation is going to see this potential poop. Greg Olson, one-time Chicago Bear, he's part of the Fox. Number two crew with Kevin yeah. Burkhardt. So most of the nation is going to watch this game as part of the Fox doubleheader. So mm -hmm. Greg Olson, I'm sure, will have, will he has some not-so-nice things to say about the Bears, so he's just going to keep it professional. But <laughs> we'll see about <laughs> that. I think he'll keep it he keep it classy for the most part though. He might he yeah, might I be think so too. Some, I think so too. I think it's makes may stick some, you know, little quips here and there, but I think it's gonna keep it classy. Something. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But I'm 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 with you, Lakina. The Bears will keep it sort of close, but I just got this feeling that uh, the Bears would do something stupid. Right? I don't care where it comes from. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Right? Yeah. All right. Right. We need that gift, Lakina. We need that gift. Good times, James Evans. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah, exactly. there'll be a few of those going around for the Chicago area. <laughs> the Bears are going to keep this close. They'll do something stupid, and Cleveland's going to take advantage of it. I I'm going with Cleveland. And watch, uh, watch Christine would be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's for everything, I got to say. <laughs> Which could happen, but yeah. Right. It, it could happen. It could happen. Look, we've seen a lot of weird things happen in NFL, and those are week three picks of you know from the NFL here on Second City Sports on Sports Hill Chicago. Sydney Brown, Christine Manica from KXRB, and I'm Lakina McGee. And uh, real quick, uh, Christine, before you know we head out, um, you know the the Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup's going on. You know Team US, you know, USA, and Team Europe. Uh, Whistling Strikes up north, not too far from where we are here in Chicago. Yeah. Um, Steve Stricker's a home course base. This is basically a home course advantage for him since he grew up near the course. So what, what's your sort of synopsis of this? You know, we got U.S. is up 3-1 right now. They're playing the, um, I believe, the 
four ball, I think, as we speak. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So tell us what's your what's your kind of like your quick breakdown of the the Ryder Cup. I love it how you bring up Steve Stricker because I just saw him last week here at the Sanford International. <laughs> great guy. Yes. Great guy. He was one of when I first came out here to South Dakota. One of the first major athletes I interviewed, and he he was so excited about the Ryder Cup. He's like, you know, it's great being able to come out here in South Dakota and then coming on to another great tournament. So he's a great leader, great yes. leader for Team USA for sure. Um, it, it's it's going to be an interesting battle. I don't know if you yeah. saw this earlier, but Jordan Spieth, yes, he made I saw this insane shot. And <laughs> normally, normally. Sometimes when a shot is hit so far out of bounds, the officials will let you move it on occasion. Just just move it to a different location where it's okay to hit. Right. In this, in this case, I talked to I talked to my boyfriend about this because he's a golfer. Yeah. In this case, he had to hit it because yes. that was a good spot that that said nope, you got to hit it from there. He almost went into Lake Michigan. Yeah, he did. Much. He almost fell into Lake Michigan. I saw it live. It was just crazy. he made an amazing shot. Yeah, he did. Like, now, unbelievable. It didn't even bounce back. There was I no know. bounce back. It didn't roll off the green or anything. It was amazing. It was. So, it, yeah, they, they ended up just losing the match, unfortunately, to yeah. uh, the Spanish team of Sergio Garcia and John Rahm. But yeah, that, that was a, that was a, probably one of the yeah. best shots in Ryder Cup history. So... Um, do you, I think the U.S. has a shot to take the, the cup back. What do you think? I think so. They got a lot of great young and seasoned players on their team. Why not? I mean, yeah, they, they lost the match today, but there's always tomorrow. I always say there's always, what, 18 more holes or yes. 18 times two. There's that many holes left. So right. you, you always got to think of a hole as another opportunity. And I think that's what each player has to think about during this. Hopefully we'll get uh, another uh, Dustin Johnson, Colin Marocala. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they, they were they played really well today. I think that's the kind of the match that you know that that's kind of like the the duo that the U.S. needs if they want to try to get the cup back. You know, although they've been look, you know, I think like all but one of the mat the matches right now are all square right now. So still it's still so tough for Europe, for Europe to kind of catch up, but also too for U.S. to pad their yeah. lead. Uh, so say so you can unmute yourself now. So I know he feels like you know <laughs> I'm unmuted. Here you go, Sid. Here's something. Even Draco Malfoy is there. Who knows what the heck happened to him yesterday passing yes, out on yes, the course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, thank, thankfully, he's, thankfully he's okay, though. He just got to say he was just dehydrated. He didn't yeah, eat probably. much before. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, what are you guys looking forward to this weekend, you know, besides the Ryder Cup, you know, for me and Christine? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sid. Sid. What are you looking uh, forward to? Uh, the uh, Wisconsin Notre Dame game tomorrow is hey! live, live from here hey! in Chicago. Oh, uh, Christine, I'm assuming she's cheering for the overrated fighting Irish. Oh, what do you mean overrated? <laughs> Got her. Can, can, can ah. I, say, I almost wore my Notre Dame shirt today. I My apartment is basically, there's a Notre Dame blanket. There's a Notre Dame picture. Like, I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame girl. That was my, I was a Notre Dame cheerleader for my first Halloween costume when I was oh, a God. kid. Oh, and wow. I, but I still have it. But, oh, my heart and soul lies with Notre Dame. That's, that's, it's going to be a great showing. I know college game, game day is going to be out there too. So Chicago Fox. should be really excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Fox pregame show is going to be out mm -hmm. there as well. Yeah. That's going to be interesting too. Those two, those two really, <clears throat> those, those two are really the same place. So that's yeah. going to be very interesting. Um, yeah. I think that game, of course, the Ryder cup and also too, um, I know there's a couple of other, um, 
other things. Also, too, remember, guys, Bulls training camp. Although we got some, didn't get some good news. You know, Patrick Williams is going to yeah, be out I for a few that. weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with the with the ankle, but. But I guess it's better that it happens now than during the season. So yeah. that's good. Also, Kobe White actually got some good news there. He's on track to come back in November. So kind of a you know good news, bad news thing, but in the injury front. But you know what? NBA is we'll just see. around the corner. Yeah, I mean, NBA is just around the corner, corner guys. So <laughs> Yes. A couple of things real quick before we head out. Christine, did you check out um, – we talked. We referenced the game earlier from last week, Minnesota and Arizona. Of course, um, Joseph, the kicker from the Vikings, missed that game-winning yeah. uh, kickoff. I was watching it live via my computer. <laughs> uh, did you catch the call from Hall of Fame? He should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, Hall yeah. of Fame announcer Paul Allen. He called it good, it but he first it's like, oh uh, no, he missed no, it. No, it's not. Ah, it's, it's, it. I mean, it's not like you have two referees holding their hands up, going nowhere or anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, but, would... I mean, good gosh, if that doesn't sum up Minnesota season so far, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> and and looking ahead to next week's uh, lines uh, in the NFL, you cannot make this stuff up. The of course, the Bears will be hosting the Lions next week at Soldier Field. Mm -hmm. The Bears. Our favorite as an early favorite by five and a half points. Good, mm. they should. Yeah, I could, yeah, I can okay. see. That's a logical thing. Yeah, Detroit's, Detroit's. You know, they're they're being Detroit right now. They they're trying to reinvent themselves to find yes. out who they are again as a team. So yeah, I think that's that's a fine number. Why not? The Bears should win against them. Yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't. But then again, you never know with this this team. It's right. Let's see what happened last year in that second game with uh, with Detroit. So just right. <laughs> oh gosh. That was oh gosh. Look, a great sports weekend. Of course, you know we got the NFL. You know we got college football. Of course, if you're a golf fan like Christine and my Christine and myself, you got the Ryder Cup. Mm. So so many great sports uh, this weekend. So on that note, you can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan underscore McGee on the IG. You can follow yours truly, Sydney Brown, on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S-I-D-K-I-D-8-0, S-I-D-K-I-D-8-0. You can listen to the show, Second City Sports, live and in living color every Monday and Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app. At the Apple iTunes Store or at Google Play, you can make sure you purchase, uh, you get the app for free. Make sure it says Sports Zone Chicago. And you can follow Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sports Zone Chicago. And you want to catch the audio version of, of the show, uh, Second City Sports, you can do so by uh, typing in search engine box on all podcast platforms, War on Anchor, that's W A R R on Anchor. You can follow War Media as well on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at WARR Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. All right, Christine, where can people find you on the social media? You can always find me on Twitter right there at cmanica underscore KXRB. Yeah, make sure you send Christine some love if the Bears pull out this upset on Sunday. <laughs> Now, yes. now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, look, you, like I said, you never know where things happen in NFL. We've seen it happen so far this season. So, uh, yes, yeah, so back at you, Armando, our buddy Armando Laura Jr. Just, you know, comment on Facebook. You guys have a good weekend as well. Enjoy the sports and be good to each other. Wash your hands, you know, mask up if you're not going to get the vax. So for Sid and Christine, I'm Lakin. This has been Second City Sports. 
on Sports Note Chicago, and we'll see you guys next week. Let's go, go, go. Why Sox, AL Central <laughs> champs, holla. <laughs>